Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey, guys. Good morning. I just wanted to wish you guys a happy Wednesday. Hope you have. I uh, hope you guys have an awesome day. And Klein uh... Alley Show. Hey, me, Pat. Omar, mommy milk. Jake the nude. You guys are great. Keep doing what you're doing. One hundred six point seven KROQ FM in HD Pasadena, Los Angeles, Orange County. This is the world famous K Rock. Oh, oh yeah, here we go Wednesday morning. Welcome back to it, K Rock Klein Alley Show. I am Klein. There is Alley. Morning. Good morning, Jake Z Nerd, DJ Omar Khan, hey. and uh, Vanessa back there. Postmaster Johnny taking them calls. 800-520-1067. Oh yeah, Klein, you're such a bad boy. You're such a bad boy. You like that, Thank don't you. you? No. Yeah, you're such a dirty, bad boy. Don't like that. Not That's not my wife. That you a, do look dirty. That is. Thank you. That's a look I'm going for. Hey, that guy from the Bear looks dirty, and everyone thinks he's the hottest guy in Hollywood right now. I know. Now. Dude, I, I find myself randomly looking up those pictures throughout the day. Yeah, I don't funny. know what's wrong with me. I don't think Allie's a um, real lesbian. For the record, I, she did something yesterday that I've never seen her do in, all, in the almost 10 years I've known this. Have this, sex with a man? No, not have sex with a man, Omar. But oh. she was she was um, looking at pictures of that guy. I don't even remember that guy's name. The guy with the googly Jeremy eyes. Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, from the Bear. Okay, and he was from Shameless before, mm-hmm. and uh, he won a Golden Globe recently. And He's you know, in that new boxing movie. With right, Zach he looks Efron. like he smells. Yes, yes, <laughs> you're right, Omar. He does. Totally, he yeah. does look like he smells. Well, and, he has that like greasy day four. Hair. Day four with no shower look. Yeah, and, and it became a new trend now. I forget what it was called, but everyone decided that the new trend was greasy, dirty-looking guys. There was a name and for it. And also, it's like uh, something happened to his pubic hair that didn't like fully develop. It's like in the in-between in stage. You know what I mean? How do you like know about hair his... on his chest? Oh, on his oh, chest. He's been other pictures. <laughs> oh yeah, well, you found the good stuff. That is true. By so, the way. so yeah. Allie, I look at Allie yesterday. She's got his pictures pulled up because I guess he just did some underwear shoot for Calvin Klein or something. Yeah, well, everyone's been talking about his because it, it is very, very sexual and very, very but, uh, graphic. But Allie was looking at him and she was like perving out, and yeah. I was like, "Hold on, one second. I thought you're a lesbian." She's like, "Yeah, but this is hot as hot." And I'm it, like, "Wait, hold, what?" Yeah, but I don't want to have sex with him. You're fake but lesbian. I do fake like lesbian. Look- no, I'm not fake. fake. Because- <laughs> Stolen carpet. That's Look, that, that's oh, that's I, that. I, hey, I've dated guys plenty in my life, and I can see an attractive and appreciate an attractive guy. It doesn't mean I want to have sex with no, the no. guy. This wasn't you saying he's an attractive man. This was you going like, ooh, I, I saw your eyes. I saw what you were doing. You yeah. were like, you His were. His biceps looked really hot, and also I kind of want them. 
Oh, is that what you were looking? You're like, man, <laughs> I wish... a little column A, little column B. I wish my shoulders looked like that. <laughs> exactly. Is that what you're thinking? I wish I had pubed chest hair. That's weird, though, because I've never seen you get, in any way at all, I've never seen you, per- except for maybe Jared Leto. I've ne- but he's also yeah. very feminine. I've never seen you kind of perv out about a guy before. About like a guy guy. Yeah. Especially a not really that attractive, but yeah. attractive guy. Yeah. But By the, the way, uh, I'm looking at this ad right now. Why, uh, this is pretty a lame ad because there's like, uh, he can't get his pants up. And yeah, like that's the hottest the, picture, the though, Omar, where he's like, really? I don't know. Oh, you caught me. I'm trying to put one leg of my pants on, and I don't have shoes or socks. This is ridiculous. Yeah. What is happening here? Well, hey, but, but, but by the way, that is kind yeah, of a, exactly. That, 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 listen. If you got, uh, my pants can't stay on. Oh. I, you I don't know tra- how these underwear got on, but <laughs> they're ever, here. You ever try to get dressed quickly, sometimes getting pulling up the pants quickly is, uh, is, a, is a thing. But the video, because there's a little video as well. I did a deep dive oh. on this. Oh, my wow. God. You you are, yes, you did. Straight Ali straight. For the record, breaking news, 2024, Allie, it's the year of the straight. <laughs> Allie is straight. Burn your rainbow flag. No. You don't earn it. You no. don't deserve it. I, there's the video. Come on. You would watch the video if I sent it to you. What and you the, would appreciate what's, what's it, too. What's the video? He gets, can't get his he's, pants on? No, he's like climbing up a building or something, and then he like gets to this oh, couch. No, and then he gets to the ca- the roof, and there's a couch on the roof. Actually, it's more like friends. Here's another <laughs> and then picture he lay- with his pants halfway down. Yeah. What is wrong and then with he's this like ad? Stretching on the couch because he's like, oh, I can't believe I finally got to this roof couch. And then he like lays on the roof couch, and then he like. But rests. he can't get put his pants up. Yeah. Wait, Pull your pants up, he's man. He's so strong, but so tired. Are these all? <laughs> Are these all for underwear? Every single thing here is just for underwear. Yeah, that's the he's the new model of uh, Calvin Klein, and he's yeah. not an attractive like. I know you think he's hot now, good body. He's, the whole he's thing. got a hot body. He's because, got a right. very hot body. Right. Thank yeah. you, Omar. But because because he's famous now, but I'm saying if you saw that guy, this is the theory in general. If you just saw that guy, if you're standing on the street and he walks by and he says, like, uh, does a cat call you? You would probably pepper spray him and say, get out of here, you sick weirdo. Yeah, I would. But now, because what he's famous? He, he, no, it's not because he's famous. It's because he has. It, it, I think it's the anomaly of like he doesn't have a hot face, but he has a super hot body. Why am I turned on? So he's a man, but he's a butt him face. Yeah, he's a butt him. And face. he's also got super lame tattoos. He's just got like a triangle in one of his. Yeah. Uh, that's Ali's got that stupid tattoo. Also, I have that dumb tattoo. She's so, <laughs> we're made what? for each other. You guys have <laughs> it's meant to be. <laughs> Yeah, Ali's lame tattoo. Well, he also triangle. has that thing that's like, I don't know why everyone likes me. You know, uh, he's got that kind of like yeah. sappy. Oh, and he's eating an apple thing. in this one. Oh, what the man. hell? Yeah. See, yeah. Yes, wait, send that one to me over. See, it's funny. This one that's picture is turning Ali straight and Omar gay. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. All right. Power. Got a good show planned for you today. We'll tell you all about it after Nirvana here. K Rock. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out. K Rock, Fun Ali Show. New listeners, welcome. Nice to meet you. Uh, you'll uh, take a few days, then you'll learn to love us or at least tolerate us. What stage are you currently in? Hate, tolerate, or acceptance? Uh, grief is one of them as well, I believe. I prefer denial. Denial works for only so long, Al. You have to understand. Today on the show, we'll, of course, give you a chance to hop on that standby boarding list, travel to Stockholm, Sweden, and see The Offspring, plus give you tickets to see their show right here. Coming up June 1st, that's happening later this morning. We'll get you into Monster Jam at Angel Stadium. Those tickets coming up as well. Um, Ali's hot sister will be on our show today. I cannot wait for the return of my favorite relative of anyone, anyone living or dead. This is my favorite relative on the planet. It's Allie's hot sister. She's Allie's sister, and she's hot, hot related to Allie, but Allie's not. not. They have the same mom, mom, but a different mister. Here she is, it's Allie's hot sister. Hot. That's 
you know, everything from her theme song to how she speaks to her way of living. It's just amazing. She's the opposite of Allie in every way. Allie is the Danny DeVito. She is the Arnold Schwarzenegger. And uh, she is so perfect in every way. I mean, I really, when she joins us, it's great. But she's going to shed some light on the couple's massage that you had with her over the holiday break Mm -hmm. to give us her point of view from it. Because yours was very strange. I don't know why we're talking to her because she's not going to add anything different than what I said, which is that we did a couple's massage together, yeah. We got naked to our level of comfortability, which for me was giant Costco underwear, and for her was a cute little thong, and that was that. So she will be on to let us know how she felt that went, and if she was uncomfortable, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah, a I have a, a little preview. First of all, you. Okay, That's a good thank you. <laughs> Well, you don't even cancel her. Well, we we don't even call her anymore. The segment is over now. Let's get that preview again for people that are joining late. Go ahead. First of all, you. Yeah, that does sound like her, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll get to that. Uh, We got Vanessa was nice enough to put a video together for me to play for my daughters about our fish that died. Oh, great. It is not great, (laughs) Allie. uh, We'll get to it later in its entirety, but... I will say this. Look, Vanessa said from the beginning, just be honest with your kids. And she's a no BS person. Right. You know, she's like, just life life happens, death happens. You know what? There are worse things going on in the world than someone's fish dying. So, boom, your fish is dead. Let's she, move on. She sent me the video. She said, play this for your kids. Problem solved. And we'll get to it later in its entirety. It's only like a minute, but here's just a tease, Allie. Hi, girls. I'm Vanessa. I Hi, Grills. Dad. Hi, Grills. She... <laughs> She, that's right. She's probably got a... Hi, girls. I'm Vanessa. I work with your dad. I have a message for you from your dad. He can't do it himself. <laughs> You're already a little fish. bitch. Okay. <laughs> nice little side hey, well, You're a little grill. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we'll get to that later. I'm uh, going to call Sweden, find out if uh, K-Rock is indeed world famous, because that's the country we'll be sending you to if you win this trip to see The Offspring. We'll get that. Bamboozled coming up, a little scams going on. And um, there's a guy that has made it his mission to only eat the hot dog Costco Kirkland meal for every meal this entire year or something like that. Which it's just a hot dog and a soda. I don't hot know how you even qualify that as a meal. But he's doing it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He's been doing it, I think, since January 1st. He's got a. He's starting a movement now where people are joining him I'm on this sure mission. I'm sure he is starting movement. <laughs> he's starting a lot of movements now. <laughs> okay. uh, he's going to be on with us later and figure out is his health gotten better or worse since he started this thing wow. like over a well, week ago. I'll, I'll place my bet. Place now. your bets. Uh, we will be back after this quick break. Hundred bucks of Ali's money. If you want it, call us now. Eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven for some Ali knows the news action that is coming up next. All right, let's open up these phones for you now. Eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. If you'd like to get in on Ali knows the news. She is so cheap, she'll never pay late dues. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. Five questions stand between you and $100 so far this year. She's won one, she's lost one. Today could be a great tiebreaker day to figure out if this is going to be a good year for her or a very, very expensive year for her. So if you'd like to play, you can call us now. All you have to do is hopefully answer the questions correctly and at least get more right than she does. He purposely gets his dog into trouble just so he could be called a bad boy. But let's find out if Allie knows the news. Nothing to do with it. Na, 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 you're a bad boy. Thank you. Appreciate the call. That has nothing to do with this game. And it Zero. doesn't rhyme at all, but I love it. Thanks for the effort. As always, you can leave your DIY theme songs, and probably they'll make it on the air. The number is 844-956-GOAT. All right, let's say hi to Brian on the phone right now in Glendora. Hello, Brian. Good morning. 
Hey, good morning, guys. It's Brian. Uh, hey, Brian. You feeling smart right now? Trying to feel smart this early, yes. All right. All you got to do is do a little bit better than Allie. Even <sighs> if you get one more than she does, she will give you 100 bucks of her money. Okay. It's a good way for us to figure out what's been going on in the world. She's going to sequester herself outside of the studio where she will hear nothing. And your <laughs> round of Allie Knows the News starts right now. Allie Knows the News. What is returning to Disneyland for the first time in seven years? Something is coming back to Disneyland. has not been there in seven years, but it's back. Oh, my goodness. Seven years. All right, we're going to go to question two. Okay. The L.A. Rams are playing this wild card weekend, but which team are they playing? Chargers. Go to question number three. McDonald's is bringing back this massive burger. A quarter pounder with cheese. Question number four. The singer of uh, this K-Rock band is now renting out his Valley Village home for the low, low price of $60,000. You want to live like a rock star. 6000 sorry. Oh, 6000 I was going to say, that seems hot. $6,000. Lead singer of which K-Rock band is renting out his Valley Village home? Oh, I don't know this one. Oh, my God. I like how you're talking yeah. to yourself and mumbling and then yeah. still coming up with nothing. And finally... Yeah, nothing. Let's end it on a feel-good story. The mother of this former first lady has just died. Hillary Clinton. All right. Let's bring Allie back in. We'll score it together. People feel confident before they start hearing the questions. Then it all falls apart. Allie, I'm not going to tell you how Brian did. It could have been good. could have been bad. Regardless, here's your round of Allie Knows the News. Question number one. What is returning to Disneyland for the first time in seven years? Oh, the half marathon. That is correct. Can we do it? Let's do no it. No way. Absolutely not. I would be doing that thing with a Dole Whip in one hand, a churro, a Mickey pretzel. Would, like, that would be the... I would put on, sleep on a bench within I, a half mile. Yeah, I would put on so much weight during that half marathon if it was through the Disneyland Park. <laughs> yeah, they haven't done it in a while, but... Is seven. It, so it does go through the entire park? I think it goes around, like, seven Cal, times. California Adventure, the park. I think oh. you just wait in line, I think, for some of it. <laughs> Question number two. Ali got that right. He's up one nothing. He did not know. Question number two. L.A. Rams are playing this wild card weekend, but which team are they playing? Oh, they are playing the Lions. That is correct. Detroit Lions. Should be interesting. Off against his former team. Very yeah. exciting. See what goes on there. Aren't both of them? Yeah, they, of course. They used to be quarterbacks yeah, for know. the other teams. That's yeah. why it's, people swatches. say the NFL is scripted. It's for moments like this. So, Ali's gotten two right. He also did not get that correct. We go to question number three. McDonald's is bringing back this massive burger. Oh, it's a double Big Mac? That is... Wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is news that matters. I'm locked in now. I'm locked in. If there's, run, if there's races happening at the Disneyland and if playoff football and then you got uh, you know, hamburger news, you better believe you'll get it all right here. Question number four. Ali's gotten three right. So far, he's gotten nothing right. Oh. The singer of this K-Rock band is renting out his Valley Village home for $6,000. Oh, um, jeez. Is it, um, is it one of the guys from Blink-182? No. 
System of a Down is the band. Uh, Surge has got a house in Valley Village, and apparently now people can, quote, live like a rock star, rent out his house. Cool. So that is uh, news, but you did not get that right. We go to your final question. The mother of this former first lady has just died. Oh, Melania Trump. Oh, I should go. Brian, that's what we call a good old-fashioned ass-kicking. Uh, you got uh, nothing right, and Allie got a lot right. And what must you shamefully admit over the airwaves of K-Rock right now? My eyebrows. Okay. Oh. He somehow got that wrong as well. <laughs> My eyebrows. All right. Well, mine too. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, you put it that way. Tomorrow, right around this time, you couldn't do worse. I'll put it that way. You have a chance to get 100 bucks of Allie's money yet again. Allie knows the news. Soundgarden, K-Rock. K-Rock, Klein Allie Show. Nice to meet you. Thanks for hanging out. Um, if it seems like a lot of people got proposed to or engaged over the break, New Year's, it felt like a lot of that was happening on the gram. It seems like every single person, people even that I thought were already married, were like, oh, my God, yeah, he asked me, she asked, whatever. Later today, though, because we did hear Blind Charlie also proposed marriage to that woman he met in Alaska on the blind dating app, and uh, she uh, she said no. And he says they're going to continue on a relationship anyway. And I'm very curious about times that uh, if it's happened to you where you either said no to a proposal or you were the person who asked someone to marry you and they said, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I am very interested because when I proposed to my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, I was 100% sure that she would say yes. Uh, that's the part, like, that, the part that's crazy We were to me. looking at rings yeah. together. I knew. I assume going into it, you have to either be so delusional that you think that they're 100% or... You go, well, well it's a like, 50-50, but I'm up for the gamble. Like, yeah, I, I, don't, the I, people I didn't that, think it was a gamble anymore. Yeah, I, I also kind of thought it was less of that, too. I really thought that it was kind of a known thing. There's been discussions about it. You already talk about that hypothetical yeah. wedding. Everyone's what that's pressured look. into proposing, right? No one just proposes because they want to. I got the, My wife put me on the clock. She's like, if there's no ring on the finger in the next six months, we are parting ways. Yeah, we were at six years, and everyone was like, what are you guys doing? So I don't. Once again, we'll get to it later. I'm sure if you have stories happen to you, we'll get to it coming up. And Blind Charlie will fill us in on exactly what went down with this woman. Because it's very rare. I don't know if he thought 100% she was going to say yes or... But he also proposed way early in their too, relationship. I mean, they were like... I think they're less than six months in. And also, I think some people have those like dumb drunk conversations where they're like, uh, Oh, we should get married. The other person's like, yes, yeah, we should. And then they take that as like mental note. She said yes. So, right. And then, and then when it actually happens, they're like, She's like what? what are you talking about? We just met three weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I had a bunch of tequila on my system. But that's kind of the way Jake's been going because Jake, uh, he just moved in. If you think about the, the steps of a general a relationship, you, you, you live, uh, you know, you date for a little bit. Then usually, I mean, not traditionally, but nowadays, you would kind of live with the person, I think, for at least least a little bit of time to make sure that there's not any pet peeves that are insurmountable yeah. and i found something out that's kind of crazy you tell me if this is insane jake i'm not sure if i'm supposed to talk about this on the air or not but jake moved in with his girlfriend over christmas break so i think they moved in they were, when was your official day of living together was it uh, january 1st what was the first like day i guess yeah yeah january 1st was oh, no, actually like two days before so like the the 29th. You got out of your apartment, your bachelor pad, you turned in the keys, you said game over, now all your stuff, a lot of it's here at the building, but the reality is you've officially now live with your girlfriend as of the end of December. And here we are now entering, what is today, the 10th or something? What mm -hmm. the hell? Today's, yeah, the, today's the 10th. 10th of January. And I found out that Jake has yet to sleep in the same bed as his girlfriend. <gasps> Not even one night since they moved in together. 
You haven't even okay. Wait a minute. Well, I, I, hold on. The first like week, she had like she had both her dogs with her, so her bed's pretty full. But now she only has one dog. <laughs> Is that what she told you? Wait a minute. I don't know. Hold this on. bed's pretty full. Jake, you may want yeah. to go yeah, sleep you, in a bed. Different- you would show up to the bed to go to bed, like sleep, like a blanket in your hand, and she'd be like, "Sorry, I have a blanket in my hand, and not a baby." Well. <laughs> And then you have to sleep at the foot of the bed with the dogs? Oh, wait, so she goes, bed's full, sorry? Yeah, she said, bed's full, sorry. And I don't know I, I don't know if I should be upset or, or happy about it, because it's kind of nice sleeping in your own bed. Yeah, but you it, it, move in, you would think, if you're ever going to sleep in a... I get the whole concept, sleep, divorce, separate rooms. I'm on board with that oh, big yeah. time. I, I think it should be adult bunk beds, but whatever. But Jake... You move in with someone, you would think at some point... That's at the peak. That's right. when you're excited to sleep in the same bed together. Yeah. Because you finally have your own place together. You feel you want to celebrate. you got to christen the place, right? It's with been first... two weeks. You've been there two weeks. You've never... You have not slept in the same bed with her, not even one night. No, she came into my bed for about five seconds and then left. Oh, uh, smell. It probably smelled. <laughs> probably got a whiff of that, right? Shake, shake, shakey, jakey. He's a nerdy guy. Yeah. Shake, shake, shakey, jakey. Virgin belly dies. That's she why. She just cupped your boob and left. Is that what it was? Well. Why, why'd you get in your bed for, like, like was there a plan to sleep there? I think it was she wanted to see how it fit. I guess it didn't fit very well. How it fit? How what fit? You know, it's bed plus dog plus dog plus other dog plus me. So you have two, you guys have two separate bedrooms and two separate beds? Yes. And what size is hers? Hers is, what's, what's one size down from a queen? I don't know. I have a oh, queen. Oh, full? Yeah, she has a full. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, wow. That's... S- so wouldn't you trade in the two for a king so that y'all can <laughs> kind of yeah, do this together? Or push or? them together. I don't got bed money. No, if you... All right. Jake, she's got a full-size mattress, too? Yeah. She and is you... full. I have a queen. Oh. So... When have you guys discussed what your next plan is, or is the plan just to continue sleeping in separate beds? Because if I you don't can, know. if this, you, uh huh, this is kind of brought up last night because I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna sleep in the in, in your bed uh, tonight," and you know, because she's go she goes to bed early. I was pretty tired. Like I'll go to bed early too. That's another reason. Sometimes I stay up later than her, and I want to wake her up. But I, and she's like, "Eh, no, separate beds is good, right?" I'm like. I oh, guess. She, uh, said that. she is regretting this. Yeah, she already. Is. We should She's get going. On. You know what? I think I'm realizing that I liked my setup before. I could kind of go visit him when I wanted, and that, but where he would visit, and then he'd go back to his own that, space. By, 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 it's a very real feeling. This whole moving in together thing. It's like exciting and this and that. But then all of a sudden, one thing hits you, and you go, "Oh man, I made yeah, a mistake." You got like or, shave clippings in the in the sink, and you're yeah. like, "Hmm, yeah, I, Jake, know if like, I like this." I could imagine you would be a. a and not an easy person to live with. I'm you're, chill. You're very demanding, though. When you, well, I'm not demanding at all. You made a, a waiter walk to 17 restaurants in Vegas yeah, to find you butter. butter. I tried to do it myself. They wouldn't let me. Right. You made us order a super expensive steak last time we got dinner together. Yeah. Everybody loved it. All right. Uh, well, anyway, so you have not slept together. I think that's a re- I think that's a red flag. No, all Klein, t- you said it. He's a tenant. Yeah, you're a tenant. You're, you're renting a room from your girlfriend. Oh no! Yeah, and I and I think that that is kind of something to think about. You know, I mean, obviously, if you are you've been in a relationship now with this girl for a little while, so you feel comfortable enough and you feel solid in your relationship, right? But once you get in the same place together, once you live together, like, have you slept together at least in this house? No. You haven't slept together there. No. When you guys were just dating and you had your house and she had her house, you, you never slept in the same bed ever. 
Uh, yeah, when I sit at night at her house and during the weekends, we sleep in the same yeah, bed. It's oh, only because there's one bed. But right. you also have sex more when those are ha- when those moments are happening because you're like, oh, well, I'm here visiting. We got to have sex while I'm here. Once you live in the same place, there's not that pressure anymore right. or that expectation. So then you just go dry. Oh, no. Yeah, your life is over, man. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, well, uplifting start to the show today. <laughs> this is Klein Alley's show, K-Rock. Going on the world together, then we kick off a brand new hour of the show before we get you on a standby boarding list to travel internationally and see the offspring. It's all happening this morning right here, K-Rock, and now your news. Grab your Adderall, it's time for ADD News, news you need, maybe. So right now people are losing their minds over two things, Jeremy Allen White's Calvin Klein ad and the movie Saltburn. Every time somebody I know watches Saltburn, they tell me in graphic detail how weird and sexual it is. Whoever wrote that movie should be locked away <laughs> for life. I'm not kidding. Nicole Alvarez was telling the first one who was like, I just watched this movie called Saltburn, and she like explained some of the scenes. I'm Oof. like, oh my God. And then like one by one, people are like, did you see Saltburn? Did you see Saltburn? And you just finished it. And you said it was my, just... It was... My wife kind of fooled me into it because she's like, there's apparently a hot bathtub scene. And I was like, all right. I'm, you know, because she knows the movie... Well, that's your algorithm. Right. I'll fall asleep during any show, any movie at all, unless there's potentially a good sex scene or some good uh, female nudity. But this she, is all gay sex. Yeah, right? she didn't say that. She didn't <laughs> tell me that. So I'm... Uh, you know, there's women in the movie. I'm going... In my head, I'm going, which one's going to be in the bath? <laughs> I'm waiting around for the bath. And then there's uh, no woman in the bath, Allie. Yep. And then eventually there's just a guy alone in the bath, right? I, I can't even. <laughs> I can't even think of how I could describe the scene because <laughs> it would. It is so. It's not FCC friendly for sure. It's not family. Fr- it is um, the the person who wrote this thing. I'm telling you right now. Well, I think that you they, gotta lock them up. They just put. You know, hey, let's just get the most shocking thing we can get. Let's. You know, I, I think that that there show is- White Lotus kind of ended up being like, hey, here's the sexually shocking scene that everyone's going to talk about, mm-hmm. and then everyone's going to talk about the show, and then more people will watch the show, and that's kind of what's happening with the movie. But what else is happening with the movie? The movie was kind of a bore, I'll be honest. The, uh, the movie was boring? Yeah. And okay. I, and it was, for me... I couldn't convince Katie to watch it's it. It's got the accents. It's got the, the, got the British accents. It's but got you a, like schlongs. No, yeah, there's I, a lot of schlong. I don't I actually it. think there is. Uh, oh no, that's not true. There is some schlong in it. Yeah, no. I thought I, I, the one review that I read is like the movie sucked. All you people just like the end with the guy dancing around with the boner. Is that correct? Well, he doesn't have a boner. But <laughs> that's there, the one there, review there, there I read. Is, there and is that a, it's like his real thing. Oh yeah, there is a guy dancing around naked at the end, but I don't really think it's very. Sh- I guess there is. You could see. I guess if you're looking hard enough, you can find schlong. But it's. <laughs> I yeah, kinda, because I, that's why you like the Pam and Lee documentary. Yeah. Uh, the Pam and Lee, the Pam and Tommy Lee thing I liked because of, I liked it. Da- mo- it was a talking schlong, right? That was a funny <laughs> scene. Yeah, that was a funny <laughs> yeah. scene. I mean, if it talks, I'll watch it. If yeah, it doesn't, yeah. get it out of here. Yeah, it's, it's not talking. What's the point? So there, <laughs> there is a song because of that, uh, sh- that movie that has now blown up. And it was another kind of forgotten song from decades ago that has suddenly blown up because of the movie. Like last year, we were running up the hill with Kate Bush on an endless loop because of strange, uh, Stranger Things. This year, it's about murder on the dance floor. It's murder on the dance floor. Oh, this is what was on when the guy was dancing naked at the end. Kill the DJ, gonna burn this goddamn house right down. Four, three, two, one. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. 
So this song came out in 2001 and it wasn't popular when it came out. And now it is, for the first time, charting on the Billboard Top 100 and it's climbing fast. So everybody's going to be using this in their TikTok videos and everyone's going to be listening to it on an endless loop. And now all of a sudden the video on YouTube has tons and tons of millions of views. Yeah, this is the scene Omar was talking about at the end. Like, I don't want to give anything away. Not that you Well, gonna, dancing with a schlong. We but if you want to watch the guy, just skip to the end if you want to watch the guy dance around naked in this song. Because that's a big twist at But the this end. is the is song. It, is, is it funny at all? Or what, no. What, what, what is this Saltburn? No? No, it's not. No, it's, it's like it's this, weird. this it's weird, weird homely artsy. British guy is like gets invited to spend the summer at this like rich family's house. And mm. they all are like eyes wide shutting with each other. Got it. Got it. Yeah, there's okay. some, there's Artsy some, fartsy. Yeah, where they're all like wearing with those weird masks and they're all naked okay. and being weird and yeah, partying. It, it, mm. uh, it's a, like a fish out of water story. Like Ali said, the poor, ugly person we can relate moves in with the uh, the rich, good looking family and then uh, things take place and then there's some very and strange... And they're like, but you can never leave Saltburn. Yeah, it's like all that sort of... It's like a lot of those little lines that make no sense. Right. Like, I feel like if you watch the trailer, <laughs> it's like better than the whole thing. Like, I think every scene, the guy's like... Uh, all right, look, thanks for having me here. And then the woman's like, like, you can never leave Saltburn. I'm going to get out of here, though. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, get back in the bath. Yeah. It's like a very, <laughs> there's the movie. And there's a lot of like homoerotic vibes yeah. and stuff. And I, I, I don't even know what's what. I, I'd be honest. If I would love to watch you watching that movie. <laughs> if someone asked me five questions about that movie, I don't even think I could answer them. And I swear to you, I watched it. Can you leave Saltburn? True. No, false. You all can't right. leave Saltburn. <laughs> Smelling like beer is not necessarily a plus, in my opinion, especially when you smell like cheap beer. But regardless, here we are talking about beer-flavored mints. Miller Lite has announced that they are releasing their own line of beer-flavored mints, which they claim contain, quote, the same great taste as Miller Lite, only without the beer. And they said when you first taste it, it tastes like a mint, but then once you bite into it, it tastes like beer. Which sounds just so horrible. It should go the but, other way. But I think what they're doing is they're coming up with an alibi or an excuse so that when you carry some of these in your pocket and then you drink like regular and then when you get so accused... So when you get pulled over, you're yeah. like, I'm sober, but I want them to think when that you're I'm bo- No, it's like when your boss is like, have you been drinking? You smell like beer. You're like, no, 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 check it out. It's these mints. Little- I, got the, I got these Miller Light mints. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, wow, you're a real loser. <laughs> <laughs> Fire this geek. <laughs> Uh, and finally, another local warning. We have uh, had freeze warnings so far, wind advisories, and now we're being warned not to swim and play at the local beaches for a little he while. He has a point. <laughs> and I think the current freeze warning uh, shouldn't be, you know, there shouldn't be much crossover with people wanting to jump in the water and swim around right now. But if you do swim, you'll be in dangerous levels of bacteria. So they've released a list of, like, different beaches locally that you shouldn't get in right now. Santa Monica's on the list. Uh, Malibu, different beaches there. So I don't know who the hell wants to jump in a in the ocean right now, but they're saying it's not safe. I think that's a scene from Saltburn, where they all get <laughs> in the dirty ocean. You can never leave. I guess I'll <laughs> and, jump into the ocean. And trick it there, yeah. This is the world famous K-Rock. All right, good morning. Just after 7 o'clock. Thanks for starting your day with us here at K-Rock. Nice to meet you, and welcome back for more First day back of the new year, according to 310 on the text line. Nice to hear your voices. Thanks for saying that. Or you've texted the wrong show. Regardless, I'm Klein. There's Ali. That's DJ Omar Khan right there. Hey, hey. You got that Jake Z nerd. What's up? A lot of uh, people hitting us up on the text line that are on Jake's side about this whole not sleeping in the same bed thing. And this is, once again, a lot of the people that did text us about this, 
they have been in a relationship for a while. They've lived in the same room. They've experienced the ups and the downs of sharing a bed with someone. You just moved in with your girlfriend. This is where I think people miss the part of the story. This Jake, is a newlywed phase. Yeah, Jake just moved in less than two weeks ago, and they have yet to spend the night in the same bed together. It, yeah. It's a wild, and they go to sleep at the same time. No, no, they, no, no. She goes to bed early. Well, you wake up roughly at the same time. We do, she, yeah. She's on the East Coast hours or something like that, so... It's really no reason, but you got bumped out for the dogs, which is very sad. Yeah, 66 said, I've lived with my wife for 12 years. We don't sleep in the same bed, although we do use the bed for sex, which is a difference <laughs> for you, I guess, Jake. Uh, I ha- have a different sleeping schedule, plus I snore, so it really works out for the both of us. Meanwhile, 707 said, my wife and I have two dogs uh, who take up the entire bed, but we still sleep in the same bed because we love each other. Now, speaking of dogs and love, yesterday, my wife was on the show briefly. I told you that she's been doing something that uh, it was an unintentional turn-on when she yells at the dog and she calls him a bad boy. I asked her if she'd recreate it for everyone yesterday when we called her. She refused to. So yesterday at my house, Allie, because I care about the show more than my relationship, I throughout the entire day set up things so that my dog would get into trouble around the house just so I could get her to yell and I could record it for you guys to hear so you'll hear what I'm talking about. (laughs) How do you plant... Like, I put toys on the ground that I know he goes after, that she'll be mad. And I try- more of your wife's really expensive shoes. I put all like, of her most expensive shoes <laughs> in his bowl. And I was like, you know, eventually he'll chew on this thing. Put peanut butter all over his shoes. <laughs> he'll get to this eventually. So, the first time I tried, she kind of was wise to me. I all You can almost hear it in the background a little bit. But before you guys judge me for being a weird pervert, just listen to this. because. Daddy, sometimes... What happened... Yeah. So she, she, she knows I've been, she's, I keep trying to put things. I was actually hiding bones inside of her shoes and stuff like that. And so she, she's trying to scold him and then she's, she's realizing. She's yelling at him, but I couldn't, but the problem is my dumb kid talked over to me yelling at her. Uh, her Daddy, she's slapping him? No, you can hear her. <laughs> no, a slap it, she, a she, slap it, You can hear her say bad, bad, but it, it gets talked over. So I was, I, that was kind of a You're fail. Like, shut up. Daughter. I was really mad. My kids like, what's going on there? But then, Allie, I did. I applied myself as I do, and listen to this. Is this bad, bad. bad boy, Jerry? You're bad boy. Oh, bad boy. So what I tell Ooh, I, you? I think that uh-huh. is odd. I told you guys, I'm not making this stuff up. Yeah, because she's not super committed to it. Right. She's just like bad. She's phoning it in. You're a bad. Boy, she knows how to fake it even with the dog. Yeah, that's <laughs> years of faking. She's an expert at it now. Bad boy. Too. That's right, bad boy. It's K Rock. All right, K Rock, Klein Alley Show. If you need us, we're here for you. 800 520 1067 coming up this hour. Monster Jam tickets coming up uh, just after 9 o'clock. We will get you on the standby boarding list to travel internationally in 2024 as part of K Rock World Tour. I think that's what we're calling it, right? We're still calling it that? Yeah. And yeah. see the uh, Smashing Pumpkins in Stockholm, Sweden. Not the Smashing Pumpkins. Nope. You will not be seeing that band. You'll be seeing the offspring. You'll be seeing the offspring. Yeah, you'll be just, seeing the offspring. I was just thinking about it because uh, we're trying to I get... Think yesterday, uh, Vanessa said the food fighters we're trying to get, be there. Yeah, so who knows? We're trying to get Billy Corgan on uh, with us to chat about this search for the guitarist because a lot of people now think that they're going to... Someone's going to get hired. That's a great yeah, job. Yeah, it's an open talk, application. Talk about a great career switch in 2024. You're doing like, uh, you know... HR somewhere, now you're going to be the guitarist for the Smashing Pumpkins. Well, it's the next thing, right? It's the next level of, like, when 
bands started touring in the past few years, they started inviting people up on stage to yep. play. And it was like, you know, I can play drums, right? I can play guitar. And then they would just get up there and shred. So now uh, this is the next level, right? It's then like, oh, few... let's just have an audience member be in our band. There's also been a few bands that have very successfully been able to replace a member and continue to tour and continue to do well. And everyone gets mad. I mean, some people get mad and they go like, well, it's not going to ever be the same. And you're right, it won't be. Yeah, but, but then you also have a lot of people who, even though they have a band shirt of that band, they don't necessarily know the members. And if right. you swap out a guitarist, I bet half of the fans don't even notice. I wouldn't know. So I want to know if uh, I should be offended by a Christmas gift I received from my wife. And I received a few Christmas gifts that could be seen as offensive. A uh, skin therapy kit would be one of those gifts. Uh, you received that this year? Apparently, skin I don't pay therapy? enough for... My own therapy. My skin needs its own therapy because it's so exhausted <laughs> from being on me. But I got a Christmas gift from my wife. I And, you know, there was one little gift that was just kind of like a sweater. And then there was an envelope. And I was like, okay, there's going to be something good in this envelope, right? I mean, there's usually something big when it's just in a card form. It's so big. I have to just show you a picture of it. So I open up the card. It says, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Then the I open it up. And it is a Italian cooking class for two people where this chef will come to our house. He'll bring all the ingredients. He'll teach us how to cook an authentic Italian dish. Then he will leave. We'll have a nice romantic dinner together with wine, blah, blah, blah. And I will leave with some wonderful Italian food in my belly and also a, a knowledge on how to cook Italian food. And I thought, wow, this is so nice. You know, it's a it's a nice di dinner, but at home, you What's know, I'm going to learn about something. This? Well, it was possible. Well, offensive. as I thought about it, I was like, well, wait a minute. I cook all of our meals. I'm the one that's the main cook of the of the household, right? I'm cooking dinner almost every night, and she has been dropping little like, oh, this again, or like, oh, I oh, see. Did you? How did you make the green beans? You know, she'll ask oh. me like clarifying questions about my food yeah I, I see what she did here yeah yeah smart she's very smart this is why she's a therapist she's a she's great she gave you something for her right so i'm like That's she gave me cooking classes yeah so that i can get better at cooking for her <laughs> for, she's genius and then she disguised it as this romantic thing for us where we're gonna sit down and ooh women and learn how to make pasta fun 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 sexy and really it's just here's how to cook better yeah Oh, God, she's good. And once I thought about it, I was like, man, should I be offended by this? Because I think the thought was nice. Maybe she didn't intend on that. But then she was kind of like, yeah, I was wondering if you were like going to be upset that I got you a cooking class. See, I, and I, I was like, huh. I remember when I was a kid, my dad, I think, when you got my mom a waffle iron. And she got really so mad, mad about it. Yeah. And I couldn't figure it out because I thought it was I don't great... need an iron to make waffles. I, yeah, I was, <laughs> she, she had every, he gave her the uh, regular iron last year. It was a theme. <laughs> but I said, uh, why would you be mad? That seems like a great gift. And then, she, and then I remember her explaining, I'm the one. This is not a gift. This is a chore. Like, right. Now, this is a little different, I guess, because there is uh, an activity. People say like to experience this together and this and that. But... But Ali, can I ask you? Do you want to become a better cook, and do you want to, you know, uh, you know, expand your horizons? Well, when I, it comes I do to... think she knows that. I, here's the thing: I do because I do. I, I mean, for, yeah, I, I like to cook. I don't like to do it every single night, but she does not like cooking. She doesn't enjoy the process. She doesn't even mm -hmm. enjoy baking. She doesn't have any enjoyment out of it. I get more enjoyment out of it than she does. But then. 
when when you know people ask us like, oh, who does the cooking? She's like, well, she loves it. And I don't. So she does all of it. I'm like, well, hold on a minute. I don't you, like it. You don't love it. Like if you were if you were <laughs> I, married I like to someone fine. If, but if you were married to someone that wasn't a great cook and you came and home we split every day. It up or and, whatever. No, but even if someone if you were thinking about that, there are people that love cooking and the concept that you could go home to someone every night and they're oh, working on it. whipping up a great tasting meal, like I don't think that's as common as you would think. Like that's a very that's a rarity to get that. Right, exactly. And have a night, and you know it's going to be good. It's going to taste good. It's fresh. You didn't have to do yeah, anything. No, I just recently, you know, started cooking with Claudia. And yeah, you um, did. Yeah, you did. Uh, Omar. You know, I, I am, come to my house. Yeah, get Claudia <laughs> yeah, in Allie's house. That's a gift. <laughs> I would really enjoy this kind of present because you know I would like some a professional, you know, especially like a chef, to teach me the ins and outs and the tricks of the trade. Yeah, you know? look, I'm going to enjoy it, and I think it is cool too. Like I've never taken a well, I did take on my honeymoon. We took a Thai cooking class, and that was like, woo, you know, cool honeymoon kitschy thing to do. Not that I ever brought it that into my home life or actually cooking at home. For, well, I think I did it for like a week after, but still, it was kind of a cool experience, and I think I would get enjoyment out of it this time. I just wonder if she's going to expect me to of she is. incorporate. She's like, well, that's not how he did the garlic. Seven one four said Ali. <laughs> Ali should be offended by this. Clearly, she went Italian because Ali's shaped like a meatball. <laughs> So yeah, I well, guess you look at it that way. Picked, she picked Italian food because she's like, "That's your heritage. That's your background." Right. But she said, "I could go to the website and pick any cuisine that I want. I can pick something different." Should do Mexican. I, so you stop doing that white white people taco I night. I could learn thing. how to make real tacos. Yeah, because your taco night is sad. Like that's <laughs> yeah, that's the thing you I need. I enjoy my t- brown <laughs> turkey. You, you need a bit, that's where you need the most help. <laughs> I use Greek yogurt you, instead of sour cream. You, oh, oh god, out of here with that trash. Yeah, it's a little hard. But oh, once you mix god. it in with the lime juice, <laughs> well, it takes pretty good. Yeah, bring in. You know, take whatever cooking class is going to result in the least smelly leftovers that you bring in here the next day. Like well, I, don't, I think I don't, Italian leftovers always just smell good. Great, then do stick with that because if you start getting all crazy and start going like, oh, I'm really freshening up on my. You know, Bulgarian cuisine. I don't want to <laughs> sniff way, that the next day. Do you know what dish you're going to be cooking? Is it something like spaghetti or are you going to do like a lasagna? Something cool. Like- uh, you know what? It says it on the sheet. I actually haven't looked When's at it. When's this happening? This weekend? Friday. Oh, okay. Oh, this Friday? Yeah. Oh, you got you got to roll tape on that. I got to hear this guy. I wonder if he's like real Italian or he's when gonna he like, comes put over. On... It's like Buca de Beppo. Yeah, where they're like, hello. That'd be so great. <laughs> oh man, you I gotta right. cook while you're in that Mario suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah be authentic, Ali. Hey, Rock, we are Klein Alley Show. There's scams all over the place. I know this because I've fallen for one or two. Almost fell for another one yesterday, as a matter of fact. This one was super convincing, though. I know we always say don't respond to text messages when they say, like, hey, it's Amazon. Click this link and confirm it's you. We have a package. But the one I got yesterday was PayPal saying that they had some additional money that I, that I forgot to claim. Oh, that I'll, one will get me every time. And I was like, I don't think that's the case, but it was $400. So I was like, <gasps> hmm, I should claim it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to fall for it. We break down the scams that are happening around the world so you don't fall for them like we do. It's time for Bamboozled. Here we go. Bamboozled. A lot of people fall for the scam. And now they're just like, damn. Take your money, sucker, because you didn't know it was all a sham. And now you're just like, damn. You know, I got my first sexually explicit scam text message yesterday. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. How did that go? Um, not 
good because I was in therapy and then I got a ding on my phone and I looked at it and it was a woman who was naked and had extreme, like comically large breasts. It was and just it was Jake? Like, and it was Jake. Shaka, shaka. And it was like, I'm waiting for you. And it like distracted me. I was like, uh. And then she was like, are you okay? And I was like, um, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, that's just, weird. It, the picture came through and everything, right? Without you clicking anything, it just popped right up? Yeah. Oh, well, I, actually, I think I looked on my watch and it like gives you a time. preview of the image and I was like, ah! Yeah, that's great. very jarring, but you get more scam text messages than I do yeah, because fact, you're a hot ticket. There's a K-Rock scam that's going around right now. I just want to let you guys know about this because someone tipped us off to it on the Twitter. They said there's a scam apparently going around Facebook. This has been happening for a while now where they're telling the K-Rock listeners they're going to give away a thousand bucks to a lucky winner on Facebook. Yeah. And it looks all legit and stuff, but then they ask for you to put in a credit card. Uh, that's not real. Don't do that. Our company's got plenty of money. We don't need your money as well. All right. My, uh, yeah, I got a DM yesterday who was like, hey, I just wanted to confirm that this is you because you messaged me on Facebook and said that I won money and you just wanted some information from me. And it was like, no, 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 no. They're back, baby. There's uh, scams happening involving the world's most famous Stanley Cup, and I'm not talking about the hockey one. Uh, listen to this. Welcome back. If you if you don't already have one, then your kids probably do, and they probably take them everywhere. Stanley Cups are blowing up in popularity, but now scammers are taking advantage. Of course, we knew this was going to happen, right? The price for the popular Quencher Cup, for example, is between $35 and $50. But police say some scammers are trying to trick people by offering discounts. Some phony websites are advertising the cups for as low as $6. Ooh, that sounds, that sounds too good to be true, and it probably is. But experts say don't take online ads at face value, and if it seems too good to be true, well, it probably, it probably is. is. They, they love, love that, that joke. They love it. If it seems I too knew, good to be true, I, I, it I knew, probably is. I knew it was coming. That's like the pack the patience of the scam world. Yes, I love that. totally. Uh, here is uh, this one. Now, this one I feel bad for because this is a futuristic look at a old school scam. It's AI. AI is now involved because you got to put AI in everything. But the romance scam's been around forever. It's one of the first ones we ever oh, listened to. They get really aggressive now, this, too, because people are trying to get into relationships before Valentine's Day. So this is hilarious, but also sad, but mostly hilarious. AI technology is creeping its way into our daily lives, and scammers have now found ways to use it to pump up their cons. Yeah, consumer investigator Jeff Deal from our sister station in Orlando uncovers a new twist on this romance scam using a popular actor. You won't believe how it happened. All right, now this story is wild. It takes two twists and turns that you need to pay a very close attention to, but just just go it's on the, the rock, go on it? the journey. It's worth. It's not the rock. Shockingly, it's not Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but it's a hilarious actor that people are falling for. <laughs> you know who that actor is? No, that's not the actor. That's the one we have scared. That's not the actor. Margarita Brito admits. Margarita Burrito. Oh, what a what a great scam name! That's a real person. That's the one. <laughs> the one part of the story that's true is this person whose name is Margarita Burrito. If she told me I won a thousand dollars. I'd be like, yes, yeah, sign me up. That is a great name. <laughs> that is a, such a strong name for so many reasons. Margarita Burrito. <laughs> I think Burrito. that's your favorite. Oh I think man, that's your next cleanse. Claire. That's my. If I if I have another kid or another dog. <laughs> Or another fish, it's going to be named Margarita Burrito. Margarita Burrito admits she has a crush on Kevin Costner. Oh, no. So here's the thing. This story is kind of sad. But also, this woman, Margarita Burrito, believed that she was having an online relationship with the Kevin Costner. Who's like, how old now? 
He's old, but I mean, he's just, he's like, you know, Hollywood icon. So I don't think age even matters, right? Hmm, I've always wanted to see the frontier. Like many who grew up watching the famous actor. Yes, sir. But she never imagined an innocent Facebook like would lead her down an emotional rabbit hole. <laughs> now, this is wild. I this think is- every Facebook like has resulted this- in an emotional rabbit hole. This story. I'm not saying I would fall for this, but I could see how a lonely margarita burrito could. She says it all started with a message in the middle of the night from the supposed movie star. Oh, my God. How concept, are you even at the beginning of this going, that's him? The concept that Kevin Costner is sitting in his bed looking at people that liked his pictures. On Facebook. And, and sending the messages. Is wild. <laughs> that is he has so, nothing better to do. I mean, so he crazy. did go through a pretty public divorce. Yeah, but still. But still, he's Kevin Costner. <laughs> Skeptical, but she responded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's probably not him, but... But if it is, I don't want to miss this opportunity. I could have Emily Rajaskowski come up to me at a Starbucks and give me try to give me a hug, and I would assume this is this definitely is a scam. Yes. And run away. Yeah. Because she wants nothing to do with me. And Kevin Costner wants nothing to do with Margarita Burrito. <laughs> On Facebook, Instagram, then WhatsApp, the messages became a steady stream of manipulation. So apparently not only is Kevin Costner looking for Margarita Burrito, but he's very thirsty and he's hitting her up in every possible place. Right, and he's like over-messaging. Right, like, all right, you're not going to respond to me on, on Facebook? I'll find you on Venmo. The scammer <laughs> even sent this doctored passport photo and driver's license. <laughs> why would Kevin Costner send his passport and driver's because license? Because he's saying, look, I know you probably think that I'm not the real Kevin Costner. But so here, here are photocopies of yeah, my documents. Here's my uh, passport. He then called her through WhatsApp. Whoa. This is a screenshot she took of the video call. Okay. So it's like a picture of Kevin Costner. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> like it's, it's and like, why would Kevin Costner call on WhatsApp? There's a million, <laughs> Ali, you bring up a good point. But we've already brought up 47 other good points. Using artificial intelligence, it was a walking, talking Costner con. But in the middle of one of those video chats, the imposter's true face accidentally popped up. Oh, so they do a video chat? <laughs> so it was like and a filter. AI like Kevin, Kevin yeah, Costner. Yeah, Kevin Costner filter wow. sort of thing over a regular person. And then the thing cut out. And, then, right? and it's just some so, other like so, ugly dude who's like, uh. Yeah, regular person. <laughs> and the jig was finally up. She never sent him a dime. But oh, good. they somehow charged more than $300 worth of food through her Uber Eats account. Oh, oh. What? Costner, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Maybe it was Costner all along. We should find Costner and at, at the very least get the real Kevin Costner to reimburse this woman. Yeah. Margarita Burrito. For her Uber Eats account. Leaving this senior who lives on a fixed income oh. in a tough spot. We've definitely seen an increase with the use of a deep fake video. Brianne McClellan is co-founder of Social Catfish, All right. an online dating right. investigation. Well, the, there so there's a, another one. An, there's another one, too. The, did you see the Taylor Swift yeah. deepfake one? Yeah, yeah, listen to this one. This because is a, she's like selling people stuff in right. deepfake this form. This is another scam going around. Swifties got swindled. That's what <laughs> we're talking about here. It's been appearing on Facebook and other social media platforms as an ad. And what you get when you see it is images of, of Swift 
with Le Creuset Dutch ovens. Le Creuset <laughs> is a very common kitchenware and cookware brand. And what you see in the ad is not just the images of her, but also her voice or what sounds like her voice extolling the virtues of this and then telling people that she's really looking forward to giving away Le Creuset goodies to people, but <laughs> as long as they answer a few questions first online. <laughs> sounds like Taylor Swift. Buy my Dutch ovens. At least the scammers have a sense of humor. It's the funniest of all the cookware, the Dutch oven, let's be honest. I mean, at least. Is this really her? So, here's the deal. Kevin Costner is not looking to uh, date you. And Taylor Swift Taylor doesn't Swift want to give you a Dutch oven. He's not looking to give you a Dutch oven. And that has been a week of bamboozling around here on K-Rock. It's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. I would imagine at some point in your life you have had or are planning on having the Kirkland hot dog meal. It is still $1.50. I think it has been that way since 1980-something when they first invented it. And every year there's like this rumor that they're going to raise the price and people start freaking out. Well, because Costco loses money with that deal, They Right. right, They say that they're okay. They know they're going to lose money on on that hot dog thing. And I think they also say they know they're going to lose money on the rotisserie chicken. But they lose money on certain things to get you in to then buy $6,000 worth of stuff you don't need there. Yeah, and I think, you know... The found one of the founders was like, "I'll kill you if you ever change." Like to the change other the founder, price. yeah. Right, because like, they're, they're arguing. They're like, "Guys, even if we raise the price a quarter, we we bring in an extra like you know, hundred million dollars a year." That's yeah. how many of those hot dog meals but they he's sell. He's like, he stands firm. No, a, hot the, dogs a buck fifty. The guy on our phone right now, he was uh, he has made it his mission to only eat that meal for every meal of the day, every day of the week. And I don't know how long he's planning on doing this, but I know that he's been doing it, I think, since the beginning of the year. His name on Instagram is, what the hell is this guy's name? Is it Lil Yachty or something? Hold on. Uh, Hold on. Let me get it straight. I had it here a second ago. He's on our phone, though, because I'm curious how often, like Johnny, Postmaster Johnny, you love the glizzy uh, deal at Costco, the Kirkland glizzy deal, the drink and the thing. How many of those do you think you could eat in a row, like consecutively? I'm a glizzy gobbler. I could put down about like two or three. Two or three at a time. But I'm saying how consistent could you go? This guy's going day after day after day, three meals a day. Oh, no. You can only do one at a time. You got to savor the deliciousness. Okay. Well, that's not his plan. His plan is, and I don't know if it's a money thing or he's just trying to prove a point. Al, you think he's uh, up weight or down weight since he started doing this? Man. So he's eating one for each meal. So he's eating three a day? Three a day, I think. I, I want to say he's got to be gaining weight. You think gaining? Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, every time you see an article about, like, what you're not supposed to eat, hot dogs are always, like, number one on the list. It's like bacon and hot dogs. Yeah, but, well, anyway, his name is Sir Yacht, and he's on with us right now. Is this Sir Yacht? Yes, it is. Welcome to K-Rock. How goes it? It's good. I have a lot of nitrate and uh, hot dogs in my body, but other than that, I'm doing fantastic. I'm always interested when people decide to use the new year as a chance to start something fresh. And it's oftentimes boring stuff, like work out more. Eat or salad. Eat salad. And uh, you have an interesting mission. Your mission, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're doing the greatest combo meal in the history of combo meals, I think, which is the Kirkland Costco hot dog soda combo meal for a buck fifty, right? Oh yeah, you're correct. It's the best deal in showbiz. It's it's uh, it's fantastic. You're so- doing it every day, but not just once a day. Every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh yeah, I got to get those breakfast glizzies. I've been doing it three times a day. So today is the uh, today's the final day. So I'm uh, I'm happy it's over because I will see a gastroenterologist tomorrow and uh, hopefully still be living after this. 
What was the reason, other than the fact that, like, you know, everyone goes to Costco and they got to get that hot dog meal. A lot of people get on the way out. little uh, house secret, I always get it on the way in so I can eat while I shop, but okay. But what was the reason you decided you wanted to try to do this? For science. You know, I'm always down to help science in the scientific community. And I wanted to see um, how much I could spend in a week. So far, uh, I've only spent $37.50 on uh, 25 uh, I've eaten 25 hot dog meals so far. So that's like in 2024, that's unheard of. Um, so I wanted to do something like that at a, at a very cost effective thing. And then uh, I've also lost three pounds. So I think we're starting a little bit of a, wow. of a diet fast here. So the hot dog diet works. Yeah, apparently it works. Uh, please don't follow my advice. I'm not a nutritionist, but I have lost three pounds. You, and you've only spent $35 and this is all you've been eating or are you allowed to eat other snacks? No, I've, I've literally just been eating this. I had to buy six hot dogs and then microwave them like over like a 48 hour period. So that was, that was really disgusting. But yeah, that's the only thing I've been eating. No beer, snacks, anything, not even the samples at Costco. It's and just you're not, you're not hungry. No, no, no. I'm definitely hungry. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm six, six. So there's a lot of Whoa. body to fill up and, uh, it's been, um, it's, it's been a challenge for sure. So I'm looking forward to just eating anything tomorrow, probably fruits and vegetables. And anything. are you going to the same Costco every time? Do the people at the food counter know you? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're we're friends. Definitely a first name basis. They're probably like, "What's this uh, psychotic person doing here?" But um, every day, we should probably get him on a watch list. Other than that, uh, it's, it's been quite friendly, and I think people are starting to get what I'm doing. Yeah, it's actually interesting you mentioned that because I noticed on your Insta story that other people are now getting inspired by you, and they're joining you on the journey. So they're like, I'm going to pick up now, and I'm going to do the Costco thing. So I guess it's becoming like a, almost like a global revolution where people are just going to see how many days in a row they can just eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner hot dogs. But when you say breakfast, uh, you can't really get a Costco hot dog before, like, uh, what's 10 a.m., right? No, definitely not before 10 a.m. Anytime before noon is breakfast for me, and uh, we'll just roll with that. This man is a true glizzy gladiator. Do you think you'll ever go back to eating the Costco hot dog when your mission is over? Well, I appreciate that. That's, uh, that's a high honor that you just said. Um, I, uh, I definitely will go back. Some people are like, oh, you probably won't eat it again. And I think they underestimate how much I love glizzies, how much I love hot dogs. So probably take like a couple of days off, but I'll definitely go back. Especially, God, we're spending like 6 $7 on, on coffee here in, in Cleveland. I couldn't imagine what it's like in California and other places where they actually have things to look at. Yeah, it's it just, uh, I'm going to miss spending $1.50 on meals. That's uh, that, that's going to be the thing I miss the most. So I'll probably go back to it sooner than later. Joey, a.k.a. Sir Yacht, find him on the socials. Uh, it's a mission that no one necessarily needed, but I'm glad you did it. And he's <laughs> lost three pounds. This could be the new fad diet, the Kirkland Costco hot dog meal diet. The new fad. Thanks for having me on, guys. I Thanks, man. It. Congrats. Good luck with the uh, your last few Congrats dogs. Congrats on the hot dogs. Thank you so much. <laughs> Appreciate it, guys. K-Rock. K-Rock. In about an hour, we'll get you on that standby boarding list so you can see The Offspring in Sweden. Wait, that happened for you as part of K-Rock. World Tour 2024 every week or something like that. New bands, new countries. We'll give you more details. But let's go ahead and get you a uh, local tickets and then again on that standby list to see them internationally. That's all happening. But first, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. News you need. Maybe. All right, so regardless of what you think about Elon Musk, he's a smart guy, and yes, he's weird, and he's sinking the value of Twitter every day, and his cars are running into people's pools, but 
He's done a few things right. Obviously, he's one of the richest people in history. But apparently, now the new rumor is that he's either on drugs or severely sleep deprived. And this has been kind of a rumor among employees for a while. And now it has blown up because SpaceX just released a video of one of his recent talks there where he kind of was supposed to update the employees on where uh, everything was at with their rocket. And at the beginning, he got the day wrong. He thought it was a Tuesday and it was really a Friday. Oh, that's and then which, which whatever happens. Then he went to some woman on stage and was like, take it away. And she was like, well, it's actually you who's supposed to speak for an hour. Oh, man. And it was like, uh, so that's I'm just here for color commentary. He, That's too busy. He's got too many things going on. So he can't keep up with it all. Then this is where he started painfully going through some of the projects that they've been working on. And here's what that sounded like. Uh, a a, a re, reflown dragon. Rapid and, com, rapid and complete reflight. Uh, <clears throat> uh, rapid and <laughs> reflight where there's no re, refer. That, that's the aspiration. So it was like an hour oh, and a boy. half of that. This, was, this is what you said to... next, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> that they, 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 they feel that, uh, um, uh, that, you know, they, that they feel that, uh, that, um... It's Omar Musk That's right there. <laughs> well, then he started doing, like, this is... He was trying to do some kind of, like, this is going to be the biggest, fastest rocket stat, right? And this was the stat he tried to share. So, um, yeah, when Falcon uh, launches, it'll be the largest... Uh, and most powerful, well, the most powerful and I guess highest payload to orbit of any rocket since Saturn V, if it reaches orbit. Uh, so Saturn V, <laughs> may it reach orbit, please. <laughs> all right, he, listen, the guy is uh, clearly he's part robotic. He's short-circuiting. I mean, that is all I can explain. He's I mean, got, even he was like laughing at, he was like, and then he seemed like he was not confident because then he said this. More than a billion people watched that launch. Yeah, very important to get it right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that, was, that sounds like Joe Coy at the Golden Globes. <laughs> I don't really get much of a reaction there. I'm just like, yeah, everyone's going to be watching. Aren't those, so. Isn't that supposed to be his people that are like cheering him on? Isn't that yeah. supposed to be the State of the Union yeah, address sort of thing? Yeah, they even made a joke about like, maybe we should get some music on or something. It's so quiet in here. Man. Because it was just painful. But everyone's wondering why, you know, maybe he was really just, I mean, he's running like a million companies. Maybe sure. he was just sleep deprived and was unprepared for this talk. But it's also like, what's going on with you, dude? Because he's one of those people who's on like WeGovi or Ozempic and maybe it's starting to like muddle with his brain a little I bit. I also think that he feels that when he has a conversation with anyone other than him, he's so much smarter than they are that he has to speak in dumb words right. for the rest of us to even keep up with them. And now he's like in rocket scientist room. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. He does not sound well. That, does not, that, that guy sounds not well. He sounds very unclear about the very, future of very anything. Unclear. All right, when you think of people being annoying on an airplane, you usually think people who are loud or obnoxious or people who smell bad or bring weird food. But let's not forget about the people who can offend and annoy you with their eyes, with your eyes as well. And this one woman has uh, made national news because of something she did on an airplane. And this was a six-plus-hour red-eye flight. And this video is going around of the charger that she was using to charge her phone oh, during the flight. This. Unbelievable. This woman should have been thrown right out of that open door on the side of the plane. Keep in mind, this is a red-eye flight. Right, overnight flight. Everyone agrees the cabin is Lights dark. down. Right. Everyone's sleeping. You don't so even it's put, dark you, on the plane. Even when they say you have your own personal light above your seat if you need it, everyone knows you're not allowed to use that during red-eye. Yeah. You're just not. So she plugs in this charger and it's not a regular charger it's a light up charger 
but it's not even just glowing one light. It's like it's, psychedelic, yeah, like it's, blinking. It's, it's like that. It's like this techno light up charging cord that. It's like can, changing colors every millisecond. The entire plane <laughs> looks like the Vegas Strip <laughs> yeah. because she's got this cord plugged in and. Anyone who was even, I mean, even 10 rows away, you would have been distracted by this if you were oh, trying yeah. to sleep. You would not be able to sleep if you were anywhere near this woman. So everyone was like, is this the new worst thing that anybody can do on a flight? Like, I'd rather have the person yelling that they're the devil than I have a, this woman. You know, I flew back recently and I had a weird thing that happened to me. A person asked if we could swap. We both had windows on opposite, same row different windows. I was in uh, F or whatever, and they were in C or whatever it was. And they said, do you mind swapping? Weren't and you sitting with your family? We were kind of, th- we were spread out throughout that row. So it didn't really matter to oh. me. I had kids on that, both sides. So I said, great. I got no problem. I took the swap because he wanted to sit in front of his girlfriend or whatever. Why? That's weird. It, because they, they weren't next to each other, but he could be in front of her as opposed to across the way. So I said, fine. I get to my seat. My TV not working. <gasps> his TV is working. My former TV is working. The do new you think one, he I'm, knew that? I don't know. Because who cares about sitting in front of versus sitting in the... Like, yeah, that makes no ha- difference. Yeah, it does, though, because you can still hand things to each other back you and forth. You can through that tiny slit. Yeah, what of course you matter? can. You hand things through each other. So I go... I thought to myself, well, hold on. I got a terrible deal here. I got a same same seat, but I have now a broken TV. And are and this, you next to your wife versus the kids? Like, who are you next to? Yeah, we had the middle and the window on both set, both setups. Ah, uh, okay. So, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, and then my, yeah, but it, regardless, it was such a bad. So you trade. have to just sit there in silence because it's not like you're going to read. He watched the TV, and I watched him the whole time with death stares. <laughs> I'm so mad at the trade. <laughs> that is a way to pass six hours. The worst trade ever. Um, obviously, dry January is big this year. A lot of people are doing it, but a lot of people are kind of cheating. Like, I think Jake started his on day eight or day 10 or something like that. My, my wife is doing it until my birthday. So it's like a three week dry January. Yeah, they're calling this uh, damp January. Yes. Right? That's so the it's. Thing. Yeah, so now they're calling it Damp January, where if you can't go officially alcohol-free for the entire month of January, you're either abridging it to like a three-week or two-week period to fit your schedule, or you're just saying, I'm not going to drink as much as I usually do. Well, I haven't had a drink in a day and a half now because of the forced resolutions on this show, Mm -hmm. and I feel worse. (laughs) I feel off. Something feels off about me. Well, I think you're supposed to eventually feel better. Eventually. If this doesn't start by tomorrow, I'm going back to the bottle. That's all I'm saying. We kick off a brand new hour of the show next. It will be worth your while. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out here on K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. This is the world famous K-Rock. Uh, welcome to 8 o'clock. Just after here on the world famous K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you on Klein There's Alley. Hi. Jake the Nerd, DJ Omar Khan, Postmaster Johnny, and Vanessa, who tried to help me, but I think actually has given me a very insensitive, personalized greeting so I can deliver the sad news to my own children that their fish of two years ready has uh, passed away. I don't think you'd say a fish passed away, right? They just... I think they just died. They just died. They don't pass away. There's no delicate way that we try to say... I talked about that on the show yesterday. I was actually surprised at how many people have real relate real attachments to their fish like i kind of just thought they're like background it's kind of like background noise like they're there and maybe you look at them maybe you don't yeah but i mean you do ha- i had a fish for a while that i grew attached to and then my friend johnson poured vodka into the fish tank and it died and i was really bummed about that until i got another one listen to this i mean people uh- hey this is just crying hey 
Don't feel guilty about killing your fish. No, right? wait. I didn't kill the... Hold on. I you killed... Did, no, you did kill the fish. I, I fed the fish a lot to make up for the fact that we left town and the auto-feeder thing didn't seem to work. Because I really think it was your wife. Remember? Yeah. I think she saw you put all that food in the, in the thing and then uh, she was all like, well... I'm going to really kill him. She probably put like a bottle of Visine in. Well, listen, she wanted that thing dead for a while. I mean, I've been fighting. She just, every time we'd have to move and bring that tank with us, she was like, why do we have this thing? It's nothing but, it's brought me no joy. It's just uh, annoyance. Yeah, but somebody on the text line when we were talking about this said that they carried their betta fish in a water bottle all the way across country, and it lived. Yeah, listen, I believe, listen to these people. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Preston. I'm a huge Kevin Klein fan, uh, Kevin Klein and Allie fan. Uh, I was listening to this segment about ready... I have a beta fish that someone gave me at work. His name is Big Red. I love him to death, and I have a contingency plan for when he Is no one more died. creative with their no, names? No one. You look at a fish, you pick the color Red. of the fish, and you Your name it. Your name's Red. That's it. That's all we got. Red and bluey. This is my fish. We are... Fish people are slow people, Allie. Just go with George or No, something? no, that's it. It's just blue. first color. When he dies, he's going to get a matchbox funeral under the Capitol Rotunda, a flag-draped casket. Everybody thinks I'm crazy, but Big Red's a part of my family, and I love Aww. Big Red, and I'm sorry to your kids, Kevin. Um, big love from Sacramento. You guys rock. Sweet of it. So, I mean, these are people that were so touched by the story. Some guy even sang a song about my dead fish. Ready, bye-bye. Ready, why did you die? Thank you. Clyde killed you. I didn't kill, but uh. let's, let's kill that narrative, because I did not. Well, there were people who worked at pet stores, too, that were chiming in yesterday and saying that overfeeding is the main cause of death for fish. But then I'm like, what are the fish doing in the ocean and lakes and stuff? Right. What, they were able to have some self-control for God's sake. I think they got all those microplastics that are killing us all. So let's oh, keep the fish nice and trim. But anyway, it. Vanessa knows that I didn't want to tell my kids about it. I even went to the store and bought a backup fish, which I now have in the tank. Looks a little different. It's not as red as the first one. And it's swimming different. It's swimming different, according to... But Vanessa was so nice <laughs> because she said, listen, you just have to explain it to them like this. And she sent me a video to just play for my kids. I'm going to play it for you in a second. Here, here's it, it, it. Which, by the way, if you want Vanessa to break any news, she's any, great. any bad news, yeah, she she's no, very good at delivering bad news. She's very, uh, no heart, really. She just delivers the facts. And Hi, girls. I'm Vanessa. I work with your dad. I have a message for you from your dad. He can't do it himself. <laughs> so once again, it's very passive-aggressive at me. I'll play it in its entirety in a moment. And you tell me, Allie, should I actually show, share this with my kids or not? I already know the answer is yes. Definitely <laughs> not. We'll get to it after Blink right here on Kim. Okay, Rock Line, Allie Show. They say the most important decision you can make in your entire lifetime is who you choose to spend the rest of your life with if you get married. If you choose to get married, they say deciding on who that person is is going to be the most important decision you will make in your entire life. Well, I mean, unless you're my mom, you can just kind of... Right. If you're the throat goat, you can just move around and upgrade every couple of years <laughs> like people like, do with... see divorce. Allie's mom treats husbands like leased cars. <laughs> Three years, there's a new model out there. <laughs> and then the throat goat is back. Yeah. But Gross. for most of the rest of us, and let's be honest, I mean, most marriages, I think over half now, right, end in divorce at some point. So it doesn't yeah. feel as permanent. You get a tattoo. It's no longer for life. You can get it removed. And, they, and I don't know about you, but I have some friends that are starting to now get separated or divorced. Right. But 
If you're wondering why it looks like a lot of people are getting engaged right now, it is because we are in the sweet spot of engagements. Most engagements, like 60% of all engagements that take place, happen between holiday time and Valentine's Day. So we're right in the middle of it. This is where most of the engagements happen. Did you do yours during that time period? Mm, I have. I don't remember when I did mine. Hold on, let me I think. did not do mine during that time. So. Yeah, I think I actually did. I think really? I, yeah, I think because I was in uh, I was in Cabo for probably Christmas break or something. So I think I did. I think a lot of people like to double dip and use like you spend enough money on a ring. Might as well at least get a. You're not going to take someone gift. on a vacation just to take them there. Like you're right. already on a vacation. You've got the romantic setting. You might as well just boom. But the question is because obviously now if you scroll around, you see a lot of people that are like, "Oh my God," she said, "Yeah, so we're gonna get married." Da da da. But there are people that say no. And Allie and I were talking about this because our theory was you would never even ask someone to marry you unless you knew. It almost seems like it's formality because you're not really saying, will you marry me? And then going like, let me think about the pros and the cons. You almost feel going into it like you know the answer is going to be yes. Well, because at this point, don't you pre-ask? You know, you're kind of floating the topic before the actual ask. To be like, yeah, what if we got married? What would that look like? And then, well, you know, we could start shopping for a ring. Then you know that it's kind of on, but, right? But but why is it then every year you get a couple of viral videos of someone that proposes on like a jumbotron at like a Laker game? And they game, look so shocked. And then the person's shocked and they like say no and then everyone like has a good laugh. Yeah, and, but I think that that's because those are drunken, unplanned proposals. Those aren't real ones. I don't think they're real ones, no. I think they're just in the moment proposals. So the question, maybe the, but I, I do want to know why you get a no or why you said no. Yeah, did you say no? Did you get a no? Because my theory is, even if the proposal's happening, especially if it's public, even if your gut and your heart says no, you're still going to say in the moment yes, and then, and then later, then later, later quietly, you're going to take the ring and toss it at him <laughs> and say, "I'm out of this thing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of shocked when uh, our buddy Blind Charlie. Hey, Charlie, you there? I am. Blind Charlie told us, you know, we, we kind of feel like we've been a part of this relationship from the very beginning. Blind Charlie, listener to the show, uh, just to refresh your mind, Blind Charlie used to be a skinny guy. No, no, used to be a real fat guy. He was uh, eating Taco Bell all day, playing video games, so much so that he lost his vision. That's how bad his health got. And he was like north of 400 pounds or something. Right, Blind Charlie? It was 400? Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> no, how, no. How, how heavy were you? At your heaviest? Uh, my heaviest, I was 290. Oh, two ninety. Oh, okay. All right, well, sorry. Give or right. take a hundred pounds. So anyway, he yeah, he, yeah, he ended up pretty bad, but it got bad. It was all health related. Then uh, you got skinny, but you lost your vision, and then you were using this app where people help you find things, like volunteers help you look for things. You met this woman. She said that uh, you know you guys were kind of flirting, or at least nice. You're like, I'm going to Alaska to see her. We said, don't do it. You're going to get murdered. You said, uh, I don't think so. I think this is real. And we had her on. We had the both of you on. We talked about it. Then you went to Alaska. You had sex. Yep, you, we broke down that whole thing you, 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 for like a good half an hour on the podcast. Yeah, you sent a picture of just the, the picture of Blind Charlie wearing a bathrobe after he just got laid. Oh, it's the happy, so happy. Happiest I've ever seen anyone in my entire I know you can't see the picture, Charlie, but I wish you could. You looked you, happy. You looked as happy as I've ever seen anyone look. I was there. I know you were there, <laughs> but I'm saying I was happy for you. I was living vicariously oh, okay. through you. Then... Fast forward to uh, we do our little live show before we go on the break, and Blind Charlie tells us he's going to go back to Alaska and propose marriage to this woman. He's only known her for, I don't know, six months or something, not yeah. that long. Is that right? It was official for just a few months or how long? Yeah, it was official for a few months, yeah. Yeah. 
And then uh, you went out, you told us, you, you got off the plane, you had a plan, you had a ring. You immediately, uh, did you get that on a knee? I didn't do it in public. I waited until we were back to her place because it was uh, 15 below and uh, kind of wanted to get in the car before we froze to death. And so I waited until we got back to her house and I did it there. And I didn't actually have a physical ring. I wanted to get a tattoo of her name on my ring finger. And I had talked to my mom before I left and told her my intentions. And she was like, oh, thank goodness, because I got all these diamonds. I need somebody to give them to. So there was going to be a ring made if she had said yes out of the diamonds that are uh, my mom's, which I guess were my grandma's diamonds. Oh, so you were going to like melt down some previous generation rings and make a new cool diamond ring out of that? Yeah, for her. Huh. Did you say all that in the speech? Because that's a lot to take in. A lot to put on a jumbotron. It's a really expensive message. <laughs> My grandma's got a bunch of diamonds. I'll melt them down. So hold on. Well, so, yeah, but I didn't tell her right. that either. Well, right. maybe I didn't, didn't want to like so, bribe her. Like, hey, hey, say so, yes, and this could be yours. So, in a brand new right, car. right. So you, so you said to her, "Let's get married." You did, what was the speech you gave her exactly? Well, I explained to her how much she meant to me and how much I loved her, and that I couldn't pretty much, you know, I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her and. I kind of pretty much knew that she was actually going to say no, but I wanted to express oh. my intention. Why did you and know that, that she was going to say no? Because, like you said, it was pretty early. Right. But, I, but, you know, I just kind of felt like I needed to let her know where I stood. You know what I mean? So even if she said no, we were still going to be friends, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't want to put any pressure and respect your decision, and it's uh, it's an open-ended invite. If she ever changes her mind, open-ended. Uh, oh yeah. Wait, you're putting a no strings attached, no expiration date engagement on this? Yes. What if so, she calls you in three years and yeah, goes, and "You're you know, with someone else"? Yeah. All right. She's I'm like, ready. Cash in. Uh, I don't know. I, I love her, and she's like my best friend in the whole world, and she makes me laugh. And every time we hang out, and every time we talk, it's just it's a good time. So. <sighs> I can't, I can't foresee that connection happening with anybody else. And but but Charlie, she's not but, there yet. Right, but I get it. But did she say something like, "Hey, because I have a buddy, this true story, who proposed uh -huh. to a girl, and she said, she didn't say yes, she didn't say no, but she said, ask me again in six months." Oh, why? Which is a weird response. Yeah, that, and six months is a weird time period. She just said, she said, ask me. She kind of looked like, I want to pretend this didn't happen. Because I think for her, it was just too soon to feel confident to say yes. So she just said, ask me Did again in six months. Did they live together at the time? No. Hmm. But she said, ask me the again one, in six months. The one remark, she was starting to explain why she said no. And before I could cut her off and tell her that, you know, she didn't need to have a reason. She said, well, we haven't even lived together yet. So I just left it at that and respected her decision. And um, while I was up there, we're kind of uh, working on plans for me to move up there. So, you know. Well, losing another like listener. The Great. There we go. How does this affect us, Alan? You know, can't she move in here? Yeah. God damn. Can't she move here? Why, you, that's Alaska. You would think anyone's looking for a reason to get the hell out of Alaska. I know. You were saying it's 12 below. It's nice here. She likes it there. She's got her own piece of property. She's got her own house. She's got her... Uh, her animals there, and she likes Alaska. That's where she was born and raised. If I was in Alaska, Ali, and someone said you could move to L.A., but you got to start banging this blind guy, I'd be like, I'm in. <laughs> I got to get out of there. Uh, All right, well, well. I told her that she has an open-ended invite. If she ever decides to leave Alaska, she could move down here, too. It's not just only has to move up there. You well, know? I'm so glad your mom didn't melt flexible. down the rings yet. Well, no. Well, see, my mom... Um, 
she had taken those and she had made her own, so these were kind of like leftovers. Oh, sweet. Uh, she, Is that how you pitched it? So, I, mean, I, I think your proposal had a problem. I think you had a lot of problems with your proposal, I think dude. You gotta walk us through. I got, I got leftovers. I'm starting to say no, Charlie. I have leftover diamonds that my mom's already picked the good ones out for her own little large project. Hold the worst on, cut clarity Charlie, ones. I'm, I'm I'd back to you. For I will you. get back to you in a second. I want to talk to some other people. Kaylee, you you said no to a proposal. Um, I actually, okay, so I actually didn't get proposed to, um, I was in my twenties, I was with this guy for a few years and he actually like went and asked my dad for permission to marry me. Um, we were living together. We went out and like looked at rings and, um, so I kind of knew it was coming. I just didn't know, really know when, um, but I <laughs> was like young and dumb and actually went out and bought a wedding dress and everything already because I thought it was a done deal. Um, so New Year's Eve, we're, we're with my whole family and he's like talking to my parents and talking to my aunts and uncles and talking about how he's going to do it and where he's going to do it. Um, and then New Year's Day, we're at Disneyland. And so I'm like, okay, any second now, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Um, and so we're getting ready to leave and I'm like sitting there like all confused. And finally he goes, so I was going to propose to you today. Um, but when I went to a ring shopping with my dad, I picked out the one that I thought you would really like. And he said it was really expensive. So I just decided to not buy a ring. Um, oh. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, what? <laughs> so he basically lied to my whole family for like a month. Um, and the next day I went to like a mall and I walked into one, uh, like jewelry shop and found something I liked in a reasonable price. Um, and I was like, I went into one store, what's your excuse? And so basically I waited for him to go to work and I moved out and took everything and just left him like a couch. And his that's crazy. But, but, but that's wild to me because had he said, would you marry me in Disneyland? You would have said yes. And that would be your life right now. Yeah, I mean, we had we had a joint bank account at the oh, time. Oh, now that's commitment. Buying wedding dresses, <laughs> joint bank accounts. Someone and feels clingy. To, to, to also go through the process of asking for their permit, the family's permission. Oh, my God, that's the part that's wild, yeah. too. And then to change your mind just based on, a, I don't feel like spending the money on the ring. Charlie, Just wanna, because they cheaped out. You want to meet Kaylee on line six, Charlie? She uh, had a failed proposal. Maybe the two of you get together or something. No, I'm committed to Jamie. All right. All right. Well, she's she doesn't live in Alaska. Yeah, I mean, she, she got already closer than that. Well, Charlie, it's a story for sure, and, and I, I want you to know that we have your back, however long this process takes. 818 said my mom told my dad no seven times, but now they've been married for 37 years. What, what persistence that is, huh? Seven mm -hmm. times. She must be good. That's the real throw goat right That's there. That's the real throw goat. Allie knows. <laughs> Runs in her jeans. Uh, we're Klein Allie's show on K-Rock. Celebrating the nose. Some great text here on this. Uh, no doubt right now on your KROQ. Hey, Rock. Klein Alley Show. Alley there, Klein here. Bad boy, Jerry. You're a bad boy. Thank you. See what I'm saying, guys? Hot stuff right there. That's hot stuff. I agree. Setting my dog up to get yelled at just so I can hear my wife say those magical words. Bad boy. That's when you know you've really gone down the wrong rabbit hole in life. Sometimes what I'll do is uh, I will go outside of the car and I'll say, come on, we got to go, we got to go, just to hear a yell, I'm coming from the other. And then I, I can mix them. Omar, if you could actually mix all these together for me and give me a soundtrack, I could create my own uh, fantasy night. You got it. Thank you. I, I need I that. By the way, on the text line, some people were kind of <laughs> disputing what the most important life decision you could make is. And someone said that 
the person that you have children with is a much bigger decision than the person you end up marrying because they can be two different people. That's a good point. But because that's like for life, yes. no matter what, you're attached to this person. Right. Traditionally, it would be the same. Unless you're my dad. Right, right. Unless, you're unless you can just leave, I guess. <laughs> yes, he changed his mind. He had a different decision. He realized bad decision. He moved on. Right. Um, it's funny because you know if you do end up, uh, someone says yes, you end up in a relationship. It doesn't matter if you're dating, married, whatever. Apparently now there are uh, phrases that they say both people, men and women, absolutely hate hearing when you're in an argument. You will argue at some point. In fact, any couple that says we don't argue, we never fight, everyone feels like that relationship either no one cares enough or they're lying right i mean the they're, w- they're suppressing things to some degree who where eventually there could be just a big fight that ends it all i think a lot of little fights is healthy yeah like For, i got fights like is all i got yeah. i got fights <laughs> and then big fights sometimes little fights sometimes pre-fights post-fights it's all fights <laughs> fights is everything but they, so sad but ali what do you think and this is helpful for Jake because Jake just moved. They're all in very different places in relationships. You got Postmaster Johnny and, and Vanessa, completely single and out and about. Mm-hmm. And then you got Jake who just moved in with his girlfriend. Omar has been living with his wife, I think, the longest, right? Because that's his high school uh, we, sweetheart. We're high school sweethearts, but uh, it'll be 15 years married wow. this uh, April. Yep. That's wow. real deal right there. And that's Southern California married 15 years. You got to do the dog math on that. That's like a 6,000-year marriage anywhere else in the world. Yeah, it's true. It's crazy. You got Allie and her wife that are still kind of in that honeymoon phase. We've been married five years. Yeah. And then uh, you got my situation. So here's the... Is there a certain phrase that you hear during a fight or an argument that fires you up? Like it makes it way worse, not better. Well, if we're in a fight about something and I'm like, you do this thing that bothers me, she'll be like, well, that's a you thing. She'll be like, that, that's your problem that it bothers you, not my problem. Oh, uh, okay. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to strangle you right now. But so that's, uh, the other thing is you got to calm down. Why don't you calm uh, down? Okay, You're that's overreacting. What, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. You're overreacting is the second biggest phrase that makes things worse. That's like adding gas to the fire. There's already a fire, and then as soon as you say you're overreacting, which I feel like I say all the time because, in my opinion, everything is is an overreaction. (laughs) Yeah, everything seems like a crazy overreaction. Yeah, well, I mean, when you can tell that something's escalating, you're like, why is this escalating? Why, like, this was supposed to be a very minor comment or a minor thing, and now it's escalating, and you're trying to bring it back down to earth by saying, hold on, calm down, you're overreacting here, this isn't really a thing, then that negates their feelings, and it takes it to another level. I think there's a way you're supposed to say that where you're not saying you because then it feels very accusatory. You're supposed to say something like, I feel that you. (laughs) No, it's funny you mentioned that, Jake, because the I'm sorry you feel that way is on this one as well. And the I'm sorry you feel that way is such a great cop-out line that people use for a variety of reasons where someone's like, oh, thank you for apologizing. Wait a minute, you're not apologizing. Yeah, or if you're like, hey, you said this and you said it, you know, and this pissed me off, da-da-da-da. They're like, well, I'm sorry you interpreted it that way yeah but that's true right i used that line last night <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's you know that's how you interpreted it that's not how i intended it yeah so <laughs> well yeah. bye. good luck and with you, that lady. and then you do finger guns and finger, you guns. <laughs> finger guns solves all the problems in ali's relationship uh everything is fine is a term that uh people say makes the fight get from bad to worse quickly huh 
That's, you, you're so needy. That. That's a big one. Oh, God. Yeah, I, don't say that. I can't do this anymore. Well, of course that's something you shouldn't say when you're in a fight. Oh, I say that. But I'm talking about the fight. Oh, so you just say I'm yeah, done with this conversation? Yeah, I right. can't do this anymore. And then, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, that's frustrating. Because it, you might, I'm not, I might not be done yelling at you. Uh, yes, that's the thing. There's always all this, uh, like, I still need to say all these other things that I'm dissatisfied about. And it's like, but I've had enough. Yeah, like, the you dis- don't choose when this is over. You don't really know me is a big one that uh, gets thrown around a lot. Huh. You always complain about the same things. Well, yeah. Don't we all? Yeah, it's probably the same four things every time. Yeah, I think every long-term couple fights fights about the same same four things over and over and over again. And then you go like, it's three years, it's been three years now, and this is still happening. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they don't love each other and that you're not a good couple. Everyone fights about the same things. uh, This is all your fault. No. I thought it was a great one, (laughs) I thought. Can't believe I can't do that anymore. I love that one. It's my go-to. Can't do that? Yeah, that's not good. And um, you got to be a little more uh, creative. It's not a big deal. That's the other one. That's kind of the same category as like, oh, because obviously it's the person who's yeah, angry. Yeah, I danced it's, topless on the you know, deck with a friend of mine. Didn't your wife, Allie, in, in, when you guys were at the hotel over the break, didn't she leave you in the room to go see some guy she used to date? Uh, well, they didn't date, but he had a massive crush on her. And but she left you in the she like the, in the last um, two weeks. She left you in a hotel room to go see a guy. She left me in a hotel room just yes because someone had to stay with the baby. Man, okay. you are. But 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 I he's a friend of hers, not a friend of mine. And we were staying at a hotel, and she was like, "Oh, Sean really wants to come see us." She said, "Us." Sean does really want to come. And I <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, "Well, I'm, you know, what are we? How are we going to do that?" You know, because we've got the kid and the kid's sleeping. And she was like, well, I could just go meet him in the lobby for a drink. And I was like, oh, "Oh, okay, well, that works. Then I found out the next morning that they had actually not had a drink at the hotel. They went somewhere. What? And I was like, uh. They went on a date? No, they went like to a bar. That's a date? No. What do you mean it's not a date? It was a bar in the lobby of the hotel, (laughs) but they went to another bar? They went. They They didn't go to the bar at the hotel. They went to an actual bar. What Nearby. Did she ever fool around with dudes or just strictly ladies? She did fool around with dudes, but she didn't really like it. Allie was the only lady mm. she was with. Yeah, I was the first Allie girl. was her first I uh, feel like she's lying. <laughs> I feel like you're overreacting. <laughs> the offspring tickets are in your immediate future. Five minutes right here on K-Rock and potentially some international travel in your future as well. We'll get to your ADD news in a moment, but first a message on the GOAT line for you, Allie Johnson. Um, this is little Timothy Tabernacle and... Um, a few weeks ago, my bike was stolen by a broad-shouldered, aggressive lesbian, <laughs> and uh, I was told that I could reach her at this number, and <laughs> I just would like my bike back, please. <laughs> uh, that's all. Uh, don't hurt me. All right, that's a uh, poor little boy whose bicycle was stolen by Keep Allie. your mouth shut! She uh, gave her wife a stolen bicycle for I Christmas. I did not. In yes. fact, I went home and I looked at the serial number because I looked on YouTube of where to find a serial number on a bike, yep. and it's at the bottom, and there was a serial number there. So, yeah, but someone said there's like you got to p- type that into the system now to see if that bike has been reported stolen. You bought a used bike, huh. and Omar <laughs> claims a very, very, very low price. We'll so add that way step. Low, yeah. yeah, so you so we believe this has been a stolen bike, and what you should do is now take the gift back from your wife and give it back to its rightful owner, and that would be the real Christmas miracle. Okay, well, I will do the second part of that process then and type it into whatever place I need to do it. No, you will not. And poor Timothy Tabernacle. There's there a the barcode, all right? I'm good. He lost his bike. 
Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Oh, look, a squirrel. Aren't you a cutie patootie? Oh, God! <laughs> Ouch! So there are many year-end lists that, you know, get posted before the end of the year. And then once the year begins, there's a lot of year-beginning lists. And this is one of the first ones to come out. It is the new list of best companies to work for. And this is the official list of 2024. This is the list that Glassdoor puts out every single year. And a company that we love... Odyssey. ...is number one, and it's Odyssey. Yeah! I knew it! (laughs) No, number one actually went to Bain & Company, which I've never heard of. Actually, a lot of the ones on the top ten I've never heard of, like MathWorks and Procore Technologies. But number six on the list, this is top ten stuff right here. In-N-Out Burger, baby. I believe it. They said the vision and the dental insurance, the legal advice, the sick vacation pay, profit sharing, the 401k and insurance, the training, all of it is amazing. It got a 4.6 rating out of 5. I'm telling you right now, they genuinely seem happy there. They They do. I know even that guy that's smashing potatoes all day, he seems happy. They all seem happy. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know either. I'm sure there's some guy who's worked there who wasn't happy before, but they... Compared to a lot of other places where they just seem like they're going through the motions, it's one of this those. Guy, they seem happy. Yeah, though. I mean that's the go. For, you know, uh, fast food restaurants to work at it because I worked at a handful of like fast food restaurants when I was a teenager, and I was just like, man, if I could get into in and out, I would be set. But I was never able to. You you applied and stuff and couldn't get in. I applied, couldn't get in. Yeah. How many times? Once. I just did it. Can once. I ask you a question, Omar? Yep. I know you have a lot of jobs now. I know you're a very busy man. You should apply. Yep. Would you, <laughs> just to complete kind of this little thing that you'll promise you made to your little teenage self, would you go uh-huh. and apply to work at In-N-Out and see if you could get in now? Uh, you know what? They uh, once uh, remember the In and Out that they tore that they tore down. I was like devastated because they tore it down. Yeah, They're yeah, rebuilding yeah. it. Once that one is rebuilt and it's up and running, I will gladly reapply. <laughs> oh no, really? Only at that location. You're very located. No yeah, wonder because, you get hired. Well, 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 because if I get hired, because like, if I get hired, I'm going to work at that one. Yeah. Oh, so you, okay. So if you get hired in In and Out. Oh yeah, dude! I'm I'm trying to keep my options open. All Have right. you heard the news, guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I need to get right. a little safety pin in your apron. Yeah, that's a good thing. You know, uh-huh. In and Out is always the backup job. I tell people, I'm like, it's you not, know what? But if Allie, everything else goes to ass, like but, I'll go work at an In and Out burger. But you can't get those. Jo- you tried to work at Starbucks. You got rejected over yeah, and over again. Then, you right? you could hardly I keep. I was it. a broke lesbian with a broken arm. You got fired from a job serving dolls. Fake tea. I didn't get uh, fired. I was not asked to be permanent. Okay, it was a seasonal position. And they and they furloughed. They said goodbye because all of the regular employees still worked there, and they were like not leaving that job because they knew it was cushy and great. If you cannot keep a job serving tea to dolls, I was you, good uh, at the job. You're unhirable. No, I wasn't unhirable. Okay, most of the other side jobs that I've had, they loved me and wanted to promote me. Did okay? they? Did they keep any of the other seasonal uh, doll waiters? A couple. But so, those okay, were the, so but, but once again, the, you lost out to those people. All right, well, they just looked better in the pink apron. I believe that. Um, okay. A lot of people are nervous this time of year because they spent a lot of money over the holidays, and it's not necessarily a great time to be buying stupid things you don't need. However, you know the Cheez-It Bowl just happened on New Year's? Tennessee and Iowa played each other, and it was on New Year's Day. Tennessee beat them, and then the best part, I guess, I didn't see it, but they ran and jumped into this giant Cheez-It hot tub. Oh, yeah, the Cheez-It tub. Yeah, so apparently they're already selling the tub. And it's listed as used slash as is, listing on eBay. And they re- they already received 36 bids huh. between January 2nd and now. 
And as of yesterday afternoon, it closed. And how much do you think this thing sold for? Somebody now has the cheese at Hot Tub. It looks awesome. I'm so bad at guessing what things go for. I know that they just sold the bike from the Pee-wee, uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure movie for like $150,000. Yeah, but that's like, that's like super memorable. This is something that was only famous for like a day. Cheese at Hot Tub, I'd say five five k. 3500 right. Which I feel Affordable. like is a good deal. I mean, yeah. especially like you bought a hot tub. Didn't you have a hot tub at one point? You were I, that guy? I bought a hot tub from Sky Mall. It was an inflatable one. And I put it on the roof of an apartment building and it started to crack the roof. And, yeah. I, and I had to get rid of it. Um, all right. We're still attempting to keep our New Year's resolutions. But many people are doing dry January. Many people pledging to lose weight. 50 Cent has made a different New Year's resolution. And he has shared with the world that he is very focused on his career this year. Not necessarily music, but he's got a couple of successful liquor brands. And he said his new idea this year is so big, I don't have time to be distracted. I am practicing abstinence in 2024. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And jump. then he posted a picture <laughs> of him looking really like smart in his suit yeah, and all ripped. Right. And he's That's, got a cigar yeah, and a glass sure. of like brandy. Abstinence. No one, everyone's and saying he's that. Like, per- try and have sex with me. Yeah. You can't do it. I'm By do- the way, that's let, what you say. You're just going to have more sex. I know. You know? I, I, I the ladies be, are like lining up yeah. now. I'm going to be, I want this to be clear to everyone listening right now. I am practi- practicing abstinence as well this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'm practicing Call it. Call your wife I'm, and tell her. And I'm great at it. This is the world famous K Rock. All right. You feel lucky? Now's your chance. Give us a call. 800 520 1067. Those are the numbers here to call K Rock. I know it seems old school to battle people from all over Southern California just to win yourself some tickets to see The Offspring and potentially end up internationally. But I got a chance to meet some of these winners previously that did travel to places like Rome. And I know we gave away a lot of trips last year. And I got to meet these people after the fact. And they said it was like, they thought it would be great. And then after doing it, they said it was more than they ever could have imagined because well, yeah. they, they got to go to a part of the world that they probably never would have gone to. And I know Sweden is a place I've never been. I, Ali says always on the top of every list. Best. Happiest people. Happiest people. Longest live. So you get to go to Sweden. You get to see the offspring and uh, do some other stuff while you're there. We'll go ahead and cover that tab. But you got to be caller 20 right now to get your name on this standby boarding list. Not a lot of names on here. Let's add yours to it and give you some tickets to see the offspring right here in sunny Southern California in June. 310. Geez, when is Allie going to realize that her wife acts like she is in an open relationship? Allie is in denial and making excuses for her constantly. Have you at least thought about who's going to get custody if you divorce? Yeah, someone said, why did Allie get her wife a bicycle? It seems like Allie's wife is the town bicycle. <laughs> which I think is an interesting uh, comment as well. used, not stolen. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. So we will uh, kick off this hour in a moment by picking up a color 20, making your day and life instantly better. And then we got lots of stuff to get to, including Allie's hot sister joining us this hour on the show. Much more. This is Klein Alley Show on K Rock. K Rock, hi, who are you? Hello? <clears throat> oh, uh, Axel. Axel? From, uh, from uh, Garden Grove. Garden Grove, Axel. Nice to meet you. I'm Klein. There's Allie right there. Hi. You are uh, caller 20. Oh, snap. All right. You know it's what a this pleasure to hear, uh, meet, meet y'all. It's a pleasure to meet you as well over the phones, and uh, good news for you. We're going to write your name down, Axel, on the standby boarding list. We may call you back and let you know you're traveling to Sweden. You ever been? No, can't say that I have. Uh-huh. Have you seen The Offspring before? No, but I always wanted to. They're all, right. all good. Uh, you're going to see The Offspring. That's a lock. Uh, that'll be happening at their June 1st show here in Southern California, and you may see them again internationally. So hold on, all right? All right, all right. Thanks for starting your day with us, Axel. Greatly appreciate it. I I start my day every day. 
Good. With you guys. Good man. Uh, I'm glad you said with you guys at the end. <laughs> that was yeah. such a nothing statement uh, before it. I start my day every day. That's like one of those dumb motivational things you say in the mirror. Totally. Allie's hot sister is on the phone right now, which means my day is about to get instantly better. She's Allie's sister, and she's hot, related to Allie. But Allie's not. They have the same mom, but a different mister. Here she is. It's Allie. Hey, Ali's hot sister. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Are we still saying that? I don't know, Ali. I think we've got a couple more weeks. All right. Good. I, I, I leave that statement yeah. on the board. Um, uh, we wanted to talk to you about a few things. First of all, I know that you and Ali did a couple's massage together over the break, which Ali gave us her take on. We wanted to get your take on it. I didn't uh, tell my sister that I said anything about this, so I'm interested in what oh. she has to say uh, uh-huh. about the experience all because right. I, I've... Never, I've only ever done a couple's massage with my wife, and um, when they asked me, my sister, and my mom, hey, two of you got to go in a room together, who's it going to be? I suggested that it was me and my sister, and um, I know some people might think that to be awkward, but Lauren, you thought it was fine, right? Yeah, I didn't think it was awkward at all. It, w- it was if, very normal. Would you say the underwear Allie had on was <laughs> jumbo, gigantic, or massive? If you had to pick an adjective. Hey, can we do a small one? <laughs> I didn't see them, so I, I, I can't speak to that. Oh, you didn't see the underwear? No. Well, yeah. No, we weren't like openly naked in front of each other. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because Allie said she took a peek at you. No, I didn't. <laughs> you said it. I didn't. I turned around after yeah, I had gotten. Yeah, she said we you were like around. a na- quote. My sister was like a naked ninja. I turned around <laughs> to see her, and you were already kind of. You already. We were f- both naked ninjas. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. We were fast. Well, well she was more like a naked sumo wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's amazing you didn't see my underwear. It's hard to miss them. <laughs> but I, I think, you know what? I, the, what I was explaining, Lauren, is that hot people are like hot. They're like little ninjas when they get undressed. It's just like, Wah! like you, you blink and you miss it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Where nope. like people like me, it's labored. Right, it takes long. a while. Yeah, it's just, you know, there's breathe, heavy breathing involved and it's a whole thing. I plop down on the table and it ricochets back. <laughs> it's a whole thing. You but don't have I, to experience any of that. Now, now, Lauren, I want to get your take on this. Allie claims yeah. that when the masseuses came in the room, there was a fight between who got to give you the massage because they both wanted to and no one wanted to give Allie the massage. Is that true or false? And she said papers were shuffled and there was yelling going on. There wasn't yelling. I didn't say there well, was yelling. Well, yeah, you said there was like, a, you know, murmuring. There was some whispering, yeah. Did you hear that there, at all? Yeah. I, they were definitely whispering. I don't know <laughs> what about, but they were for sure. They were, yeah. and they were talking to each other throughout in whispered yeah, back were. and forth. Like mm-hmm. she's probably saying, yeah. "Like you owe me lunch." <laughs> like the one, <laughs> like the one who got stuck with Allie. They're like, "I'll have what she's not having." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Did, yeah. did you feel that you were the you were kind of the person of choice that they both wanted to give the rub to? <laughs> think so i don't know i don't remember exactly mm. yeah um yeah were you able to get fully relaxed there or was it strange doing a couple's massage with your sister no i was relaxed i mean i'm i can never like fall asleep or anything during massages i'm always like alert but mm. it was still relaxing yeah and I, and I wasn't doing any uh weird noises or anything right that's her impression oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wait you broke you broke up what'd you say 
Oh, I said, I remember us talking at the end being like, oh, you were so quiet. Yeah, yeah. Because I yeah. I always, the one time I did a couple's massage with Katie, she said that I breathe really loudly. <laughs> and that I'm like breathing with the, you know, the massage therapist is like pushing on me and I'm like, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, because that, that's how you're supposed to properly get a massage client. So you, so, uh, so your experience on it was net positive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Do you have any advice for me? Because I uh, was given the forced resolution of doing hot yoga once a week, and mm. um, I've I've had a little bit of experience with hot yoga, but I'm not experienced being a hot person doing yoga. So if you have any, <laughs> yeah, because uh, you're a hot tips. yoga. She's a hot yoga regular, right? That's what you do, Ali's hot sister. Like regularly, you do the hot yoga. I haven't in a, in a while, but yes, I was doing it very frequently. Well, yeah. my sister always kind of is doing a different new hot Whatever thing. Whatever the new hot thing is. Yeah, like right. what's your hot thing now? Well, right now I'm doing just weight training. Yeah. And but, like Peloton rides and, mm, and yeah. Mm, but before so that, you were doing a different, like what are some of the other ones you've done? Well, I was doing Bikram, which is hot yoga. And yep. then I was doing Reformer Pilates. Oh, reformer oh, wow. Pilates. That's the hottest. Yeah. The hottest of the hot do that, Allie. I'm That's telling you. That's where the Bikram you. people... They're all strapped down. They got these weird things like marionettes, and they're doing the... <laughs> you know, I see it. It's like the all hot puppets. Oh, my God. I, I, I walked by a place the other day. I swear to God, I would have paid just to sit in a window and watch. It was so great. Every single one of them looked like your sister. I'm uh, sorry, but I digress. Those, that's like a type of exercise like for hot. Pilates is for hot people that are yeah. already like small and trim and they're like, ooh, that was so hard. Yeah, and like, then I do them and like right. nothing happens. No, my uh, body doesn't change. On that show, The Biggest Loser, you never saw some 700-pound tank doing a uh, No, they're like, get Pilates. on a treadmill. <laughs> never saw that, right? People are already starting there. They've already won. Yeah, but did so, you ever do like P90X or any of those ones? No, I never did that one. She don't waste her time with that. She's too hot, Allie. Oh. So, so Allie's got to do the hot yoga. And when you see people like mm -hmm. Allie in the yoga class, I know you have to be accepting because that's all part of the namaste crap. But are you really thinking, what is this sweaty hog doing here? <laughs> no, not at all. I think the hot yoga community is very welcoming. Um, and yeah, I think they'll be very supportive as long as you don't leave the room. Like no one's paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah, okay. everyone's in their own world. Yeah, the, the, yeah but it is doing them. it is like an eyesore if somebody leaves the room because A, you're letting the heat out and B, you're like a pussy. Yes, I think, yeah, even if you just need to lay down, that's fine. Just don't leave the room. Yeah. And the, the instructor will tell you that, yeah. And uh, final question as we have you on, this is Allie's real life hot sister. They have the same mom, but a different mister, as the song says. Did you? Uh, did your mom tell you about her, her title that she's been, oh, uh, no. has been bestowed upon her th through the show? Yes. The song has been shared with me. The title has been shared. The context behind the title has been shared. Are you yes. proud that your mom is known uh, nationwide as the throat goat? I don't know if I'd say proud. Yeah, but, I know. It's really um, just cringeworthy. Yeah. I don't think anybody wants to think is. about the... It is what it is. But, but, exactly. But, but, but Lauren, forget it's your mom for a second and just understand. You can't forget it's your mom. But you... Imagine if, we were talking about your mom. You can't just be like, forget it's your mom. I could easily. What? Easily. Yes, that, there's your, no way. Your mom is the throat goat, and she's upgraded husband. Even Lauren, she was a product of husband number two, mm -hmm. a much better husband than husband she one. She was an that upgraded made Allie husband, yeah. Upgraded husband. So you are a product of the, the labor of the throat goat, really. Ugh. Ugh. Lauren, you don't have to answer that. That wasn't a okay. question. It, it wasn't even a, a question. It was just a statement. All right, Lauren, I'm sorry. <laughs> So, Thank you for the tip. Just to recap. <laughs> couple's massage was good. But a different mister. Here she is. It's Allie's hot.
She did not see Ali's giant underwear during the massage, which was Ali's biggest concern. Hmm. And she's a naked ninja. 323 said, I wonder how it would sound if Ali's sister said, bad boy, bad, bad boy. Can you pretend you're yelling at a dog now, Lauren? Oh, my God. Well, can we just leave my sister <laughs> no, alone? Uh, does, does her dog ever do anything bad? She's got a dog. I always see her posting pictures of the dog. Yeah, but he's a good boy, right? Yeah, he is. You've never yelled at him? Mm. Not like that, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Disappointing, wow, I know. what a bummer. Uh, well, thank, right, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining. You're welcome. Sorry, Allie made it so weird and creepy. It wasn't me who made it weird and creepy. It was you. New year, new month means new nominees for Employee of the Month. It's the highest honor we can give someone around this building. I can't believe uh, the only person on this show who's ever come close. Omar Khan is a former right. Employee of the Month. And I think, like, when you're the president, you're always... You're always, uh, you have that title forever. Even though your month is long gone, your year is long gone, you will always be former employee of the month, Omar Khan. I think so, but it also has an asterisk next to it because uh, you guys rigged it. Yeah, we did. We did rig Sent it. Sent a couple of emails and someone yeah. wins. <laughs> yeah. Which I appreciate, by the it way. It doesn't yeah. take there very many to rig this election. Yeah, and you I get like three votes also, and you win. Also, in this building, um, they've circulated through all of the good employees. Yeah. So now they're giving... And repeats. That's what's wild. <laughs> they would rather give someone their third employee of the month award. Than go eventually than, down to people like yeah, us. Yeah, like, that's what's so crazy. <laughs> and I don't want it, and I'm not trying for it, and I'm not campaigning for it. I know Postmaster Johnny every month is going around trying to get everyone on the hype train to give them a vote. But, like, it is interesting that they're like, and an honor and to Ricky say. And Ricky again. <laughs> for the eighth time this year, Ricky is our employee of the month. And we're like, hold on, there's other employees here, technically. But eventually, they, do you become it's like a presidential term where you're like you're not eligible anymore. I, yeah, I would love to believe there was uh, eligibility, but apparently not. <laughs> We're not eligible. That's the one thing we know. Yeah. But there are people that are doing things above and beyond their job duties out there in the real world. And we like to share them with you uh, as we always search for someone out there that could be our next employee of the month. Employee of the month. You are the best. Put everybody to the test, but you beat the rest. Employee of the month. How do you do it? How do you become the employee of the month? Now, listen closely because this is a waitress that went above and beyond to make the news and she could be our employee of the month for the month of January. With a warning you need to hear before going out to eat tonight. Janine? Calvin, a lot of diners are very leery about handing over their credit cards. According to Fort Lauderdale Police, there was one waitress who was making unauthorized charges behind the scenes. Oh, cool. Now, this is someone that decided, hold on, I got a job. I have I'm someone's credit card in my hand. But I have a credit card and I've got about a five-minute window where I can do whatever I damn well please before I have to give this credit card back. Dude, I've never even thought of that. Well, this oh, woman really? thought about I've it. I've done that. You have? Oh my, what? <laughs> so, so when I worked at you Denny's. scumbag. <laughs> dude, this was over 20 years ago. Somebody accidentally just left their card and never came back for it. Oh. So uh, I was with this credit card and uh, like it wasn't, so my friend was just like, hey dude, we let, let's go try it out. So I started off very slow. We just go get gas, fill our gas cards. And then we started filling up our, our friends' gas cards. <gasps> and then we're all like, well, let's go try it out somewhere else. So then, uh, yeah, we went to a couple of department stores and bought some stuff. Oh my God. Did they never shut it down on you? It never got shut down. Eventually, uh, I, I bought some big ticket items, and then I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Wow, so what? you quit while you were ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are the big ticket items you bought? You don't want to uh, say? It, it, it was like DJ gear. Cool. Was that yeah. the origin? The origins of DJOmarKhan.com was stolen uh, credit card gear? Uh, some of it, yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So Some this, people, though, are just rich, and they're like, I don't know. What this, accounts do I have? This woman, what she was doing is really ballsy, which is why she's even being considered for Employee of the Month. Listen. After a meal, <laughs> it's time to pony up. But at the posh Cooper's Hawk and Fort... We don't need all this. Everyone knows how it works at a restaurant. But the new, the media... Way to over-dramatize the dining process. You better pony up, lady. After a meal, it's time to pony up. But at the posh Cooper's Hawk in Fort Lauderdale, police say this woman, now former waitress Elizabeth Garcia, was allegedly swiping diners' cards into her own device. And so this Whoa. is what she did. So you would think, oh, she writes down the number, she uses them later, but she got one of those devices you, you, you uh, hook up onto your phone and she could just swipe whatever she wanted. And then it would, so she would swipe the card like square or something. Right. She would just purchase something and swipe it. She would swipe their card and she could just put whatever amount for whatever, listen to this. And stealing thousands of dollars. In their report, police say customers started seeing unauthorized charges, food, gas, travel, entertainment, and personal living expenses. And DJ equipment. (laughs) (laughs) $5,000 of charges at DJOmarCon.com. In one case, detectives say a customer had a $2,500 charge seconds after paying for his meal. That'd be weird, though. All of a sudden, you're like, all I got was a burger. (laughs) Seems crazy. (laughs) $25,000 seems steep. That seems expensive. was arrested. She had little to say to us. We wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about your arrest. Okay. No. Did you steal money from patrons at the store? I love. It. I love it when uh, the media does the knock on the door move, and then the person slams the door, and obviously, but they still continue on with the. Did cl- you do it? Yeah. What right? did you buy? Why? <laughs> right. Right. Did you steal money from patrons at the store? Okay. Why so- didn't they pony up? So that's an employee of the month nominee for January early. I know we still have uh, you know a couple weeks left of the it's month. A good nominee. But that's an early strong contender. Uh, she was a waitress who found out a way to make even more money, and um, as a result, she made the news. All right, we are Klein Alley Show. This is K Rock. Thanks for hanging out. If you need us, we're here for you. 800-520-1067. Call, text. We'll get to your takeaways. We still got more show to get to though, so don't get rid of us just yet. Also, bonus podcast day today on Wednesday. This is K Rock. Thank you, Foo Fighters. Klein Alley Show is unfortunately coming to an end for now, but uh, fear not. Nicole Alvarez will be here in just a few moments. 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock and more chances. Oh, there she is. More chances for you every hour to get yourself some uh, tickets to see The Offspring. Get on that standby boarding list. Do it while you can before we close that trip and get someone on the flight. Uh, K-Rock World Tour 2024 is underway. Details krock.com. All right. Uh, oh, before we get out of here, let me just some more messages on the goat line we didn't get to, and then we'll do your takeaways. Uh, this was from yesterday's show. Fine, my dude. You just glossed over the fact that you wiped your wife's ass for her. Thank you, dude. What is wrong with you? Thank you. And no one else on the show even questioned it. What? There's some serious issues here. That. What? Wow, man. That's a that's a new one. I can't say I've ever heard. Wow. All right. I know you're uh, speechless right now. I get it. But it was part of an experiment that I was trying to prove her wrong. And she ended up proving me wrong. That's what creeps say. It was no. part of an experiment. She, it, once again, Allie, when you do the blind toilet paper test and you claim you can feel you can feel the diff, the Charmin difference. That's what your claim is. I was saying you cannot touch the paper with your hand first. That will give too much away. You have to fix. You have to strictly use. The areas you would wipe. She made the point that that's how she feels. That's how strongly she feels about Charmin. That same with her. And I said, BS, you couldn't prove it. No way, no how. And she said, test me. And she was able to do it. How many different toilet papers did you wipe her with? (laughs) Four. 
and one washcloth. Where were your children during this process? At school, <laughs> learning, so they don't have to go to radio and do this sort of stuff. That's where they were. It is amazing to me that she agreed to let you do that. I but feel like she would just be like, it, no, you're it, stupid. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a necessary wipe. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't a wipe of necessity. Right. It was a wipe of... So what, was she just spread eagle on the bed? I don't or was get she it. in the bathroom bent over? I think I rubbed them on her butt cheek. What? You didn't even rub the... I don't want to get... It's too graphic to talk about. Oh, this what the hell? You can see it in salt burn. <laughs> you can see the whole thing we did. It's right there in the show. Drink it all out of the tub. So <laughs> that's what we did. Okay. And no, she was... And she was right. She could tell the difference. Well, then I, I need to be able to rub my stuff on my butt cheek. So tomorrow... I feel like I could feel better on my butt cheek. Maybe tomorrow will be the day. Great. How much you want to bet? <sighs> Why does that always have to be about money it doesn't, have to be, it doesn't have to be about money. It could be about something else. Uh, all right. Then we'll do... Um, I want you to take me out to a really nice dinner. Why? Because uh, I'm hungry. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of money over the break. Uh, let's do takeaways and get out of here. 818, my takeaway is watch out or Taylor Swift will Dutch oven you. Yeah, we learned that today during Bamboozled. 562, my takeaway is ready is with Chloe in the rainbow place. Yeah, that was a very nice message we got from Vanessa. Uh, Thank you. I can't wait to share that with my children later. Yeah, related. 213 said, when I die, I want Vanessa to be the person to break the news to my family. There's nothing, but she said she'll do it. Anytime you have bad news to deliver, she will deliver it. You're a ready fish. He is dead. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. And by the way, when she's delivering the message in the video, you can see her kind of like sexing it up a little bit. She's twirling her hair. It's really bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Did we, if you really pay attention to the video and break down the video, did it's we really post? Weird. Did we post? Definitely not did, the vibe I was doing. No more. It was. Did we post the video? Totally twirling your hair. Oh, the video's up on our Klein Alley Show Instagram. You should judge for yourself. But I mean, listen. Let me see. Is it up? It's a, It's up, and apparently she's very flirtatious. Uh, a lot yeah, of people. She's are like up. batting her eyes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're making death very sexy. Am I oh, the death you are or... twirling your hair. You're a ready fish. He is dead? No, I was giving calm news. <laughs> calm? That's not calm news. That's not calm news at all. All right, takeaways. No, no. <laughs> Here, here's the actual. Here it is, guys, in its entirety. This is the video. Listen. Hi, girls. I'm Vanessa. I work with your dad. <laughs> he can do it himself. <laughs> You're a ready fish. He is dead. He's hanging out with Chloe in the rainbow place. They're chilling. Now they have each other, so you're gonna make all hot and bothered now, man. All right, now we're way late, Alex. That's it. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Your takeaway, Jake the Nerd. What do you got, Jake the Nerd? You got a takeaway? I start my day every day. That's a good takeaway right there. Omar Khan, takeaway today's show? Uh, my takeaway is my eyebrows. Yeah, my eyebrows. That was a strong takeaway at the end of Ali Knows the News today. Ali, you got a takeaway? My takeaway is that Johnny is a glizzy gobbler. He is a glizzy gobbler for sure. Yeah. Have a great rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow. Try to do it better. Stick around for Nicole. 40 Minutes Nonstop K-Rock starts next. Oh, by the way, we're doing the bonus podcast today. You can't listen live anymore. I think it's because of budgetary cuts around here, but I'm not exactly sure. Oh, it is? Great. Well, it is, no, what, that wasn't budgetary cuts. It was just they were sunsetting right. well, some we know of the Odyssey we, We're still going to do a bonus. We're still going to do a bonus pod. Uh, it'll be totally raw, uncensored, and it'll be available for you to download probably by 1030. So give it us about a half hour. We'll get it up for you. That will go up today. It's still called Shover Time, but you cannot listen live. We're trying to fix that, but for right now, you still can. Anyway, bye. Have a great rest of your day. 
that they they they, they feel that uh, um, uh, that you know they that they feel that uh, that. Um there's a lot to unpack from that episode of Klein Alley Show that we just listened to, but since we don't actually know what episode we just listened to, let's just say, man, those people are all sorts of fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can say fuck now. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Also, if you like podcasting, there's live podcasting. It's called The Radio, and you can listen to us live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on K Rock 106.7. We wouldn't tell you if our jobs didn't depend on it. So, every once in a while, listen to the live show. It's happening on K Rock every morning, like Ali said, 106.7. You can stream us as well and tell some people, like five or 500 people. Thanks a lot. Have a great rest of your day. Bye bye. Fuck. Go away, coyote.